last time in the footfalls of giants the frost giant zombie trudges out still standing barely but squares up to attack once more he's on fire go get him galva the floor underneath galva starts to get that sort of wispy smoke like when something gets flash frozen and over her shoulders you see what look like ice pauldrons start to form and they expand outward and it almost looks like she has at this point now big pistons made of ice on her shoulders and they slam forward when this thing hits you just hear a crash and the ice shatters like glass and when that wintry mist clears the head of the frost giant zombie is crushed yeah Galva came out ahead Galva you have an interesting marking on your back is this always here what what marking like at that moment one ship flies in your field of vision and oh, come over here it's gross shoots at the icor holding you <laughs> you recognize this ship it's the other derelict ship from the inside of the bay marzafir's ship I, I launch blast shoot a fire ball spell into the taint i need the taint to make me a deck save <laughs> holy shit we have photographic confirmation anthony has rolled a one roll me fireball damage as if you would crit and then uh, multiply it by 15. 1050 damage so the fireball rips through the back of osiris station through the back of the red ectoplasmic skull the eye sockets alight with fire as the strength of this fireball rips through the derelict station igniting all of the ectoplasm which you guys know very well by now is incredibly flammable and in a space rocking explosion just tears out and the rest of the crew erupts into cheers welcoming back their captain and we erupted the beers break out the cooler welcome back everybody we are the Slayrites. as always i am ant your humble dm joining me are the rest of the Slayrites: scott hillary holland and Teresa. this is session 36 you have managed to survive dead data you guys are free once more to explore the cosmos you guys got a whole bunch of loot i also want to make sure that you guys because i don't know if you guys remember but you do level up yes mm -hmm. i don't oh. know if you've already done that oh, shit Fuck, I, I, I forgot to roll my stats and shit okay i don't think i leveled up i think i am stupid and didn't do that what level are we now seven seven fuck yep i sure didn't so you should be getting a fourth level spell now mm -hmm. let me bust out the old player's handbook and go ahead and do that now i just recalled i'm taking fucking polymorph <laughs> good luck aunt so you guys have leveled up. Uh, I know, Kiwi, you said you wanted to retcon doing a little bit of salvage work on those ships. Yeah, because there were a bunch of ships floating around after the ghosts departed. I figured we could, like, zip around and grab some scrap. Right. Okay. Heal yeah. chunks. Yeah. Now that we're not an immediate threat of being destroyed. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. That is fair. Um, all right, so go ahead and give me... I want all of you to give me just a straight, uh, let's do investigation or mechanics. Okay. Okay. Mechanic. Oh, they're both minus one, so it doesn't matter. 
Oh no. Sweet I um, They're both plus four for me. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh AO. So this is for salvaging ships, right? Ships and like anything that you could find on the sh- the the ships, like you'll be able, like okay. you know, you can go across like in your little rebreather spacesuit things and explore a little bit. So okay, so the reason I ask is because so she she got that ship repair book that gives gives her advantage on when she's doing mechanics checks for like fixing moot and such. Would that also be applicable here since we're doing ship stuff, or is it only moot? Yeah, this would you could apply it here. Okay, awesome. I figured we could also, in addition to going for, like, loot, since the ships are defunct, essentially, we could, mm-hmm. you know, tear them down for scrap. Yeah. Pull out all the copper. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Ah, some good rolls across the board. Well, at least uh, the three of you are on top of things. Right. I got a 23 for investigation. I think was taking a shower at this point. Finch rolled a 16. <laughs> Galva got a 21 for mechanics, and she's the only one doing mechanics. Because okay. she's the mechanic. Yeah, okay. makes sense. Ayo got an eight. She's taking a shower. Okay. So, yeah, Galva, I'm going to go ahead and say that you managed to find some pretty decent scrap. Not just ship parts, just mechanical parts in general that you could use for uh, your truck. Yes. Any good raw materials? The copper, as we mentioned? Uh, for the truck? I think you're able to find some, get some good intact steel plating. Some electrical components, things. You can add assorted electrical components to your inventory. I mean, a lot of this stuff is very, very old, so you're not going to find too much, but you do find some usable stuff. It's at least a couple hundred years old, right? Yeah. So this shit's actually kind of shit. I mean, steel is steel. Yeah, steel is steel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. As far as some of the stuff that you find on the ship, you do find... In just some a couple of cargo holds that haven't been too heavily damaged, you find a staff of bird calls. Okay. Okay. This wooden staff is decorated with bird carvings. It has ten charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge from the staff and cause it to create one of the following sounds out to a range of sixty feet: a finch's chirp, a raven's call, a duck's quack, a chicken's cluck, a goose's honk, <laughs> a loon's call, a turkey's gobble, a seagull's cry, an owl's hoot. Or an eagle shriek. Okay. Well, I think Ao gets that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ao already has Scott it. Scott can do some shit with it, I think. You also find an alchemy jug. Another one. Oh, an actual oh one. Yes, this is an actual ceramic alchemy jug. Oh, no. You trust us a lot. Yeah, eh. I do. Time to break that. And a potion of thunder resistance. Okay. I like that you gave us a stick that makes birdie sounds. Yeah, I can't wait for that to somehow fucking undo one of my final bosses or something. <laughs> That's gonna be very good when it happens. Oh, is anybody arguing that I shouldn't take the uh, staff? <laughs> I think you should definitely have it. I agree. Okay. Yeah, no arguments here. I think that staff was made for AO. I mean, we could also give it to Finch so Finch can make Finch sounds, but I, I think Finch can AO turn is the into better a one. Finch, so yeah. Like... It's kind of a big point. <laughs> it should be a bird call staff. A staff of bird calls. If they really wanted to. They don't. Oh, it's also a weapon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it is actually a weapon. I am absolutely going to hit people with it. Good. Do it. But you could tweet at them, too. Send yeah. them a tweet. Every time you hit someone, it honks like a goose. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, you are able to salvage that off of what remains of the ships. And then with that... 
you are free to go. So it is to my understanding that you all have some things. Well, most of you have things that you would like to unpack, so to speak. So I guess the first question is, do you have a destination in mind right now? Or is it just you're going to fly around for a little bit until you all kind of recover from the events of the last few days? Where can we even go? Zelaya said somewhere with a beach. I was not even specific, yeah. Okay. Eo does also want to make a pit stop along the way. Uh Uh-huh. Like whatever shopping district, if there's like a space gas station. We stop at the Space Speedway. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, is there any sort of like a space rest stop, like some sort of station that's specifically just for... um? wayward travelers on their way to somewhere the fuck else a space circle k yeah sure i was thinking more like a truck stop diner except space but okay i mean you know like in space balls <laughs> you know somewhere yeah. that we can stop and not be immediately in the sight of the adamantine authority and whatever yes there are plenty of places like that throughout the nebula just a place where you can sit there and just stare into a, a, a cup of black coffee. Space Waffle House. It's always sunny at Denny's. <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely find something like that. And if you let Moot chart the course, they will take you exactly where you need to go. So you are at this space. Uh, it's a small station where a lot of caravanning ships will stop off to uh, refuel both their ships and their bodies. And it's got that standard diner fare. The pie is great. Space pie. I recommend the space pie. Okay. Is it made with fresh space? Yes, it is made with the finest, freshest space. Wow. That's some good pie. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys do? Do you guys pile in and all order black coffee and don't say a word because you're all just just so tired and... (laughs) Like, what's, what's... Paint me a picture, guys. What are you doing? I mean, I think not just coffee... We've been living off whatever rations we brought along for a while. I feel like we deserve a hot meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd also like to say, I think it probably takes us long enough to get to this place because space is vast. Everybody's had a shower and maybe a nap at this point. So we might not necessarily need to just stare wordlessly into our respective coffees. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You guys disembark. They seat you at a table. A, uh... Uh-huh. And, and, and older, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, what, what race I want her to be. White. <laughs> wow! Her name is Debbie. <laughs> A boring white bitch named Debbie. Yep. <laughs> she's, she's human, she's kind of old. Okay, she's got yeah. her hair up in like one of those round weird buns right it's, just, it's, it's a kind of a, a tangled mass really yeah. in a bun. Yeah, she's got mm-hmm. like some pretty heavy eye makeup, bright garish colors. Yep. So yeah, you guys are seated and uh yeah, you know, her name is Debbie. Debbie comes over. Regular human Debbie. Regular human Debbie at the space truck stop. <laughs> Hi there, sweethearts. What can I get for you? Would you, like some, would you like some coffee? Coffee would be wonderful. Thank you. Bring the whole pot. Two pots. One whole pot of black coffee. Coming right up, sweetheart. That, Here's the menu. Not two. Thank I you. Two. Captain, we can get another one if we finish the first. <sighs> All right, fine. So she hands out menus, and then she will go, and she's going to bring the whole carafe of coffee. Damn right, Knuckles. Wonderful. She's going to come back, you know, she'll put the you know, cups in front of you with the, you know, the creamer, all that other, the, the fixins for coffee. Delightful. So where are you all from? How you doing tonight? We're from space, and we're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we're all from some part of space, but uh, yeah, I, no. I, I, I get it. So uh, you, how you all doing? You, you, you doing all right? You feeling good tonight? You hungry? You want some food? Very hungry. Thank you. Yeah. Just give me a moment to look over the menu and I will be <laughs> happy to give you my order. Do you want some food? We're at our restaurant. No, I want to just look at the menu. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm very tired. I apologize for giving you a hard time. Rio, are you this much of an asshole to people in real restaurants that ask these things? <laughs> no one ever asked me something that stupid. Hi, honey. You want some food? I see you've come to the Denny's. Would you like to eat something? You just want to sit there? All right, fine. Listen, you don't always have to go. These places don't always, you don't always have to get food there. Some people just go there to get coffee. A lot of truckers do it. Nobody asked me that. Well, whatever. I've never been to a, a fucking space truckers store. Well, so. maybe you should. <laughs> maybe they don't exist because it's fake. What? We have a space truck. It's on our spaceship. Yeah. So Debbie will leave you to look at your the menu, you asshole. Wow. <laughs> Listen, Zelaya's apologized. I am not sorry. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like that's reasonable. Mm -hmm. So, all right. The menu is your standard diner fare. Here comes the fascinating part where we all pick out something to eat. Yep. For yeah, our, our fake internet characters. Do it. So Ao's never really had coffee before. Oh, God. Really? We've made a mistake. Have we never <laughs> fed her coffee? We've never fed her coffee. Okay. Let's we feed Ao coffee. No, she's always gotten, like, juice or something. Yeah, it's true. She's only ever gotten juice. But uh, because, like, after this, even after, like, taking her, she is still so tired. Oh. So she's sitting there just kind of staring at the carafe of coffee, just Mentally making decisions. Oh boy. Zelias pours her a cup. Oh no. I'm gonna roll something real quick. Do it. <laughs> I would also like to point out that this isn't a face-sized cup. No, mm -hmm. no, no. I mean, he fills it up a little bit because she's teeny tiny. I know, but I'm just saying, like, these are these are full-sized people mugs. Wow. You're saying face ain't people? No, I, they're full-sized people mugs. Like, a, an adult. Wow. Party. Shut up. Full-sized people instead of face-sized people. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. So what'd you get? Uh-huh. So she regards this, takes the cup, like both hands, puts it in front of her, takes a moment just to consider it, mm -hmm. reaches over, takes creamer, like pours it in just to kind of see what happens. <laughs> She's like doing science experiments. Yeah. Stirs it a bit. Oh god. Is she gonna have... Is she going to have a little coffee with her cream? Is she going to be one of those types? I feel like Finch is observing this. And I don't think they've ever seen Ao drink coffee before. So they're just going to go ahead and straight up ask. Ao, have you ever had coffee before? Not at all. Oh, right, all right. And so <laughs> Finch will reach over funny. to the uh, the sugar <laughs> tray. What are those things called? The sugar bowl? Like yeah. a little sugar bowl mm -hmm. with little packets of sugar. Yeah, they will just um, reach over and wordlessly set that near her so she can reach it. <laughs> You'll definitely want some of this. At least three of those. At least two, probably. At least more. three. Three? Like seven? Seven? Well, she's having a small amount. I would start with two. Oh, right, right. Two is fine. Yeah. yeah it will then dump two sugar packets on one of those little, like, little wooden coffee sticks and stir it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just picturing her stirring this coffee like a witch during a cauldron. Yes. Because she's so small. She's not that short. I know, but it's a cute mental image it in is. my head. I just picture all three of them watching Ao like <laughs> on the edge of their seat of, of what's going to happen when, when she actually drinks this. God, we have the weirdest life. We have a fairy that's drinking coffee for the first time. Hell yeah. yeah. After mixing it all in and further contemplating, you can see all like the numbers going on. She's the math lady meme. 
you know, doing the math lady meme. Uh, because they rolled a one. Uh-oh. Oh my god. She decides to throw caution to the wind yes. and just down oh the entire thing. Oh. This boy. couldn't have started any better. So I'm going to roll a con save real quick. Oh dear. I like where this is going. It's going places! Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is a five. <laughs> oh. Oh, god. oh, shit. So it'll take a moment for the coffee to hit, so... Sure. Like immediately, he just kind of makes a face. Like it probably wasn't as bad as it was because of all the cream and sugar, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, for now, she tried it, and, and at least she can say that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Check back in two <laughs> minutes. Oh my god. Here we go. We've done something terrible here. No, it's fine. <laughs> when the waitress comes back, we'll get you a glass of juice. Check back in two minutes and see what we will do that. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's been a little bit since, uh, you know, like you said, it's not like you just teleported here. You've probably, <laughs> you know, been flying for at least a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's go around the table. Uh, I mean, we already know now that Ao is right now, it might be experiencing a bit of a caffeine high. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So we'll come back to Ao in a few minutes. <laughs> But how about Galva? Galva, you've got a lot that you found out on Osiris Station. You communed with two progenitors. You dealt with an undead frost giant. You have unlocked the frost rune. Mm-hmm. That's 20 gamer score, by the way. Wow. Wow. Is that a bronze or silver trophy? Uh, I think that's a bronze. Okay. Which rune's going to be the silver? I haven't decided yet. All right. But you have unlocked that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, what's going through Galva's mind right now? So, I mean, there's a lot to process, mm-hmm. and Galva is trying to not process it as much as she can, but I think, I think in addition to, like, having gotten her shit back together now that we've been off the station for at least a day, and kind of getting back down to business, back uh-huh. to business, I think she's actually been a little bit on edge, you know, like, checking the security scanners periodically, like, not nervous and jumpy but like guarded right because as i pointed out at the end of the last session we just drew a ton of attention to ourselves and she's just expecting that adamantine authority is going to be you know coming even though we've left the immediate vicinity they're going to be we're probably going to see a pickup in, in like adamantine authority presence that's actually part of the reason why she wanted to find somewhere that is a little out of the way to stop and kind of figure out our next move before we're like, let's just jump to the next planet that that looks interesting to us. Because, yeah, there's probably going to be a bunch of adamantine authority on any planets in the immediate region, you know? Right. No, that's that's fair. I mean, they're 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 definitely going to be investigating the disturbance. But uh, that is likely going to be a problem for future you. Yeah, it is. That's fine. Okay. How about Finch? Finch, I would say, is feeling a very strange combination of numb. Because that experience that they all just shared was so incredibly out of their entire field of experience. Right. Coming back to some aspect of normalcy um, like they've had before on the ship is just like, it's very weird to them. Right. So they're just kind of distancing themselves a little bit from pretty much everything that happened while they try to figure out the best way to process. 
and they are going to do their very best to process it in a healthy manner as Wilhelm has requested. Right. But it's going to take a little bit of time before they figure out, you know, maybe what the best way to do that is. Yeah. A lot happened. A lot happened. Yes. So they're feeling a little bit numb because like the sense of normalcy after everything that happened is just so fucking weird, but they're also feeling extremely grateful because mm-hmm. like, okay, everybody's here. We're all together. We all survived. We all have brand new undisclosed emotional scars from what just happened, but we can work through <laughs> those as a team because I think also too, there was some really incredible teamwork that was going on throughout that whole, you know, nightmare. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. another aspect to Finch's gratitude is just like, oh my God, these people are incredible and they cared about these people before, but I think they've got like this whole new level of appreciation for all three of you assholes. Yeah. So, delicious. I mean, yeah. You guys are pretty in sync throughout mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much everything you, you dealt with. Yeah, the four of them make a great team, and they are really realizing that now after the fact. And just like I said, it's that weird combination of numb and grateful. They've got a bunch of a bunch of things going on in their brain, but right now they're just kind of trying to focus on the present. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're all together. There's coffee. Debbie, that very <laughs> nice lady, is going to come back soon with with food or menus. I don't with menu with menus. We haven't with, no no. You have you have the menus. Oh, we have the menus. Yeah, so she's mm-hmm. going to come back soon to take her order. It's going to be just like a nice normal uh, for a given value of normal dining experience. So actually, you bring up a point that I'm kind of curious about. So I mean, ever since this crazy journey started, Finch seemed amicable to the idea that these pirates, this ragtag group, would be their friends, but they definitely seem to be more invested in them in a more professional capacity as a doctor and a cleric. Mm-hmm. Has any of that changed now? Like, are they feeling more, more close to them? Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a very different situation being, you know, like the doctor patient situation in a clinical setting, like in a hospital or in right. a you know doctor's clinic, that's very professional. There's nice, neat little boxes where everybody and everything can be arranged into, like I said, very clinical. Right. Whereas the sort of, essentially what they were doing was field medicine. Right. But in addition to that medicine, also like, you know, keeping themselves alive, keeping everybody alive and just the effort of keeping up everyone's morale of keeping up their own morale um you know it's a different experience there's a there is a lot more emotion involved because the stakes are so different right because i mean that's kind of the other thing is i believe you know we've discussed is that finch and friendships like you know it's a little harder for them to come by yes friendships with them and especially since finch has always been more comfortable around the dead Mm -hmm. is finch kind of starting to realize like hey you know I really care about these idiots. They're not starting to realize it because it's something that has been going on since they escaped together from prison, essentially okay. from, from Event Horizons. I think after spending three weeks or a month as Ao's roommate, Ao was pretty much in that category already. Like, oh, okay. Okay. She and I get along very well. Somehow. Somehow. She is a little bit dumb, but that's okay. That's not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> So the thing that's more important to Finch than anything is kindness. And Ao was very kind and very positive and very optimistic just that whole time. So that really, you know, it it set well with them and it meant a lot to them in that time. 
So once the whole escape had happened and they were free to be pirates among the stars, Ao was already in that category of, okay, I think I think Ao is my friend. Okay. And then they've just kind of been slowly building up with Galva and Zolias and up until this, you know, this current present point, I think they are, they're fully realizing like, okay, these, these people, I care about them on a personal level rather than a professional level. And I think that these people are my friends. Okay. And it's clear like now at this point that, I mean, despite even Zelias being rough around the, the edges, he's a good person, it seems at heart. Yes. Because like you, you brought up a very important thing that you know what matters is kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I, I, I just I find that very interesting just in terms of like character progression for you guys because I definitely remember at the beginning, Finch was very like, oh, I don't want to do go with these pirates. This is going to be bad. I don't like this. Yes, they still don't like it. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, <laughs> Finch doesn't like anything. No, <laughs> right? They're just a, a, a whiny little shit, I guess. I don't know. You know. Unless it's a book and coffee, they don't like anything. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> or Wilhelm. Yes, book, coffee, or Wilhelm. So, I mean, saying that, that you know, hey, I like these guys is, is, is kind of a big thing. It is. No, it, okay. it really is. Yeah, because um, they weren't very good at making friends growing up. Um, they never really bothered once they got to college and up to grad school. Like, they were focused on getting their degree. They weren't here to make right. friends. Um, <laughs> Hard so, to finish. Yeah. You know, so they're behind on on their social linking, I guess. And it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, Finch was the creepy one, <laughs> <laughs> which is ne- I'm never that's that's gonna be forever. I'm sorry, Finch is forever the creepy. They one. are forever the creepy one. That's a, I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, Finch has some feelings about that, but a little bit nerd. Maybe we'll discuss it. I don't know. Deal deal with it, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then finally, Elias. It's only been a day since that whole shit? I'd say about. Okay. Uh, honestly, I think he spent the whole time fucking sleeping. <laughs> meditating. Or meditating. I feel like, okay, this is a little bit off track, but when I picture meditation for elves, uh-huh. I kind of picture that as like how everyone else, when they're in like a light sleep... Yeah, that's sort of like a trance state. I picture that as like a a heavy meditation, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I get what it's you're kind of like a sleep like state. But if you walk in the room and like I don't know, you're not quiet enough, maybe they'll wake him up and he'll be like, "The fuck, shut up, get the fuck out," sort of thing. It's like a very light sleep, like you're not hitting that deep REM cycle. It's you're, yeah, I you know I get what you're saying. But for an elf, I think that is their deep sleep. Anyway, that off track doesn't matter. Important world building. Yeah, world building. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So I think he spent, I don't know, a a good chunk of the time leading up to Space Waffle House, meditating, and somehow at some point he remembered, oh, showers. Yes, I haven't showered in a month or a week. Or how long we were in there? I don't know. We were in there. Fucking, he can't even speak English. He's so tired. He had a point of exhaustion to recover That's true, he did. Yeah, he got down to one hit point, and he had exhaustion, so he was fucked. He was basically <laughs> pretty much fucked, not in the fun way. He hated it. So, so that's what he did. He took a shower, and then he slept. And then Moot's probably like, "We were arriving at Space Denny's," and he's like, oh, "I gotta get out of bed now." Fuck. So that that was Elias. I will also say, like you know, Moot has seemed fine, but Moot is absolutely giving you guys your space right now. 
because better. he could recognize that just from the look in your eyes that you went through some shit. Oh yeah, went through some mm-hmm. shit. And he's also learned that you guys don't handle trauma well. So you know, he's not wrong. So he's just he's like, all right, you know what? They're gonna deal with this and they'll figure it out. Now, what I will say, you know, I trust them to figure it out. Yeah, they'll well, maybe. What I will say is during the times when Zelias has been up and about and awake. He's been acting like everything has been perfectly fine this whole time, and nothing is weird, and nothing is awkward. Ah, so lying. (laughs) So lying. (laughs) Yeah. Nope, he's just acting like everything's back to normal. Like, okay, well, we're done almost dying, so gotta make sure the crew is okay by being okay myself. I'm rolling in sight. Well, we're eating. No, I was gonna say, I don't even think you need to make a deception check, because I think it's, it's, this is pretty par for the course at this point. This is what he does every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. this isn't anything new. He's not trying to get anything past you guys. He's just in captain mode. Exactly. He's got like a hundred years of piracy experience, and this is part of his captain mode. Right. Is to make sure that he is the rock and that he is okay, because if his crew needs him for something, he needs to be okay, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. He's doing a good job being Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Sure. He is he's Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson. Yep. Except that he's not. He's the complete opposite. Uh, pretty much as far as where he is mentally i haven't decided (laughs) he's probably kind of like finch he's sort of like numb to everything right now because that was kind of the worst thing he's ever experienced okay or at least it's in his top three as far as week-long horror events goes yeah it's gotta be up there but (laughs) it's up there but everyone survived and they saved a space station full of ghosts you did which was kind of weird, but kind of awesome, is how he would probably describe it. But I think actually that was probably a very profound moment for him. Just like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, we went through hell and it was the worst and I would never put my crew through it again. But look at all the good we did. It's weird. But, you know, not weird. That is another actual point that I actually want to touch on. So, um, I mean, you have not made it a secret that, you know, Zelias does not want to be a hero. Zelias is a pirate. Right, exactly. He doesn't seek out heroism. It just kind of happens. Right, but what I want to know is what, like, how is he feeling right now in terms of like this is not this is like the this is the third major time that he and his crew have come in clutch and really saved a lot of people. Like you know, there was Doth and what happened at Aposa with Zasliara, and then there's you know everything with Farron, and now. With Marzafir and these ghosts, like, you know, you, you've been a, a pretty downward force of good in the Nebula. How does he feel about that? Honestly, he doesn't really see it as anything special. He's okay. just a, a dude being a guy. Okay. And this <laughs> is just where his journey through life has taken him. And he's okay with it. All right. He's a dude being a guy. He's just a guy <laughs> being a dude. He doesn't like that his new crew keeps being put into horrible dangerous situations now that he's getting very attached to them he loves you guys don't fucking die idiots wow he's the idiot he's the one that sets himself on fire all the time be quiet but yeah no i think that whole ordeal like he already felt very strongly for you guys and like uh this is my crew i have to protect them sort of way but i think that just those events have kind of solidified that i don't know team dad sort of instinct that he's got going on like the way he gets pissed about his old crew being like lost or hurt or whatever 
is how he feels about you guys. If Aww. that fucking dwarf showed up here and he'd cut off all your heads, Zelias would explode this whole Denny's with a fireball. <laughs> that's touching? <laughs> like, that started off sweet and then it went places. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> he showed up and cut off all your heads. That was to say, that took a sharp left. <laughs> Bottom line is, you guys are his crew. And Aww. To him, being fucking Zelias, who I'm growing to hate more and more every day, that means that you're basically his family, <laughs> which is super gay. He loves you guys. Aww. But if he says it out loud, that means he's a loser, so he won't. <laughs> you know what? Respect. Yeah. Also, because I love to hear myself talk, I don't. Um, I think... Oh, I'm not sure how to say it. So that whole time, fucking... What's the name of Finch? Finch's name, Finch. Yeah. Was maybe not calm and chill, but definitely handling the entire situation better than him specifically, but kind of better than all of them collectively. Uh-huh. Because probably of, you know, the way they deal with dead things all the time. And I don't know, I think part of Zelias admires that about them in a way he doesn't really understand because he's afraid of the spookies. So I don't know. Like, how do you deal with all the death? But now I think, after having dealt with so very much death in one place, he kind of gets it? Huh. Kinda? Interesting. Especially after they're like, hey, you souls, go to heaven now. And they're like, all right, bye. And he's like, oh, look at that. That was beautiful. What a beautiful moment we all just had. Yeah. Let's not forget that really nice little ceremony that Zelias performed for the progenitors. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good moment. Going back to dead things again, he has a very deep-rooted respect for the dead, if you couldn't tell. Just not like zombies. Yeah. He <laughs> likes when his dead when the dead stay dead. He likes when the dead stay dead and are given the respect they deserve and the send-off that they des- deserve. Yes. Sort of thing. And if he's the one that has to make that send-off happen, well, he'll blow a dude up and call it a cremation. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't meant to be, you know, profound, but it wasn't. But that's okay. It's me. I like it. Okay. I think a lot about this kind of shit. Now that we've circled around everybody, Ayo, that caffeine's hidden. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so I want to rewind just a little bit. Yes. Right, good. So I think probably one of the first things she did after they left the station area... She probably wanted to check on Moot first just to see if, uh, like, okay, he was shut down for how many days? A few days. Yeah. Like, I think at least three. Like, close to a week? Well, okay, half a week? That's well, we still a lot. Well, we four long rests, so. True. If that's, like, an oh. eight-hour nighttime thing, that's, like, five days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a little four less five, a week. About four or five days. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she wants to, one, just make sure they're okay, as well as... Probably like run some checks to make sure none of the zombie god virus got into moot systems. Oh, yes. So roll me technology. Okay. Yeah. 13 plus 13 plus 8 is 21. So as you kind of go through the uh, like system logs and whatnot, you do see as it like there was an attempt mm-hmm. to infect moot, mm. but it looks like moot was able to quarantine and deal with that. Oh. Ah. There's nothing in the system whatsoever. Like, it's not just sitting there quarantined or anything like that. Like, Moot was able to purge it. That's good. Good job, Moot. Moot's such a good nice. airplane. <laughs> not what he is. <laughs> That's incorrect, <laughs> but okay. So, Moot Moot's systems are, in fact, safe. Good. 
Dr. Ale has finished her checkup. Good yes. job. That was a good checkup. Yes. Um, one of the drivers is out of date, though. <gasps> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I don't think we can connect the internet here to get an update. Is there even any updates yeah. from <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, unfortunately there are no updates Mooch just walks in uh, his holographic head is in his belly oh no <laughs> his frame rate drops oh no, oh, no. Oh, no. Even, even worse he's now running at a smooth 10 frames per second oh god, oh, god. <laughs> no he suffers from pop and he doesn't actually become visible until he's like 3 feet from you <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I love Moot. Thank you for giving us Moot, Ant. They're a good character. Moot's suffering just from every Bethesda glitch possible now. That's <laughs> so cool. How could you do he, this to Moot? Moot walks into a room, drops through the floor. His leg gets stuck in the floor even as he's walking across the room. <laughs> we enter into the room and for like the first five seconds he's just T-posing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, in all seriousness, yeah, you do a diagnostic check. Uh, it looks like all systems are green. There's no remnants of the Shade of Miracle anywhere, despite what appeared to be some t- almost a, a forced breach. Mm-hmm. But Moot was powerful enough to deal with that. Good. But outside of that, I think, honestly, while Ao knows that a lot of bad information came from that, obviously, yeah, she's still a little uh, riding that stress highs were from fighting for survival for three four days right unfortunately she's just maybe a little bit too dumb to like really put together the full implications of what everything that occurred okay like with the whole deus ex machina thing right like she understands this is probably a bad thing and we should really probably do something about this but uh just the fact that well, she's focusing on other stuff right now, which I'll get to in a second. And the fact that she's still recovering from fighting for her life. Right. That hasn't really clicked with her. And she hasn't really, like, noticed the full ramifications of that. Okay. That's fair. But what she is doing instead, that manual that she got from uh, the station, mm-hmm. the manual of bodily health, she's been looking through that this past day. Essentially, like, using it to make a plan, make a shopping list. She'll want to stop by... Whatever space grocery store we can find. Space Whole Foods? (laughs) The Space Whole Foods. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, don't worry. You guys will be able to uh, do shopping and unload your all of your sweet, sweet loot. Yeah. Soon. So. Yay! So, uh, fast forward to the cafe. Jump to the present. I just... If this were like a, a show or something like that, like we we go around the table and I just kind of imagine like that sort of flashback sequence of AO doing all of the diagnostic checks. And then like when it comes back to the present, it zooms out from her pupil and she's just mm-hmm. vibrating in place from the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I think by this point, like they probably ordered AO to order like an omelet and a stack of pancakes, you know, some protein and some carbs. Yeah. That sounds good. Refuel. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like while you guys are waiting on your food, you guys slowly look over and you, you notice that your fae is slowly blurring. <laughs> <laughs> I think whoever's sitting next to Ao on the bench will feel it first. Doesn't she just sit on the table? Did she get a booster seat? Oh no. All the drinks are shaking. She probably has a booster seat. <laughs> I mean, she is like toddler size, so she probably yeah. can sit at the table with a booster seat. Ah, sweet. Okie dokie. They have booster seats for the more smaller and stout races that don't look so humiliating. Uh-huh. They're prestige booster seats. I don't know. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, I don't know who's sitting like next to AO in the booth, but they can probably like feel like a small vibration in the chair, like as if like maybe the heater turned on or something like that. Mm-hmm. I imagine maybe she's sitting next to Galva just because Galva's very big. Mm-hmm. And it would yeah. probably be harder for Finch and Zelias to sit next to her, I think. Actually, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. she'd probably end up crushing somebody against the wall. Yeah, no, she's absolutely like gently moving from side to side. You know how um hex bugs tend to move by vibrating? Oh god. Yes. It's that, but like very slowly. Oh my god. So yeah, <laughs> Galva, roll me perception. Okay. Uh eleven. I don't think this is too difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think it takes a little bit longer though. I think it's it sooner rather than later, you do realize that someone set your fate to vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> Like, by this point, you can probably, like, feel a gust of air from her wings flapping yeah. very gently. I think she's just going to reach over, move the coffee cup away from her, and just be like, let's make sure you don't spill this. Didn't she drink it all? Yeah, she drank it all. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, fuck. Maybe her juice cup. Finch would have ordered her yeah. some juice. Yeah, she probably got, like, some orange juice by this point. She's just gonna move all the liquids away from Ao right now. <laughs> Someone is going to have to order her an espresso at some point. Oh, God. Oh, God. It won't be fit. Oh, on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to do it and immediately leave her with someone that we don't like very much. It just, like, oh, my... make her somebody else's <laughs> She is a punishment. Are you kidding me? If she gets an espresso, I'm gonna have her get a vision of the fucking future. <laughs> Let's let Reese babysit her for a while. <laughs> there we go. Holy shit. Reese, I need you to watch me fanny. Like she has to hang out with Reese for some reason and then he just decides to order her an espresso. Oh no. Oh, Rest in oh, no. piss, Reese. Completely not knowing. Rip us oh, my God. Well, that's happening. Good to know. Good to know. So Debbie does come back and takes your orders and gets you all, whatever you order. I'm not going to make you come up with whatever you order if you don't want Bam to. Hamburger, but like with bacon. Okay, you get a double space burger. Big fuck off bacon ass cheeseburger. Num num. Ah, oh, yes, the Big Bang Burger. The Big yeah. Bang Burger. Oh, yep. shit. Perfect. Gal is just going to order whatever is the biggest combo on the menu. Just the biggest combo. Yep. Anything you guys order, you're going to get. Yes. And she's going to keep the coffee coming. Maybe not so much for Ao. (laughs) (laughs) So while you're waiting on that, would you guys like to do anything else while you're here? Do you want to talk to each other? Or are you just going to just silently exist in the same space? Which is, listen, which is also totally fine. You know, when Mm -hmm. you guys are close enough, you don't have to say shit. True. You could just exist in the same space and be fine. Just quiet with a side of... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of Ao not having to sit still, I'm going to say that there's an old ass pinball machine like that's unoccupied, like off to the side there. Mm-hmm. So if Ao wants to go play pinball and work out some of her caffeine <laughs> energy, poor Galva's <laughs> vibrating cedar bird. Like she launches, it touches the table, and then she tilts it. <laughs> no, no. Do you mean like the pinball machine tilt? The pinball machine tilt. Like what happens okay. when you mess with it too much? Okay, because I because it sounded like she was tilting like the table we're eating on. <laughs> My burger, knocking <laughs> it on the floor. Oh no! No, but yeah. Who else is around in this? Like, what are we seeing for people in the general vicinity? Because again, Alva's on security detail. 
truckers. It's essentially like space truckers, people that are doing long hauls of cargo across the nebula. Everyone's keeping to themselves. No one's giving you guys any looks. No one really cares. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. No one is going to be disturbing you guys. Unless you cause a disturbance, in which case... We'll... I'm too busy eating my big-ass cheeseburger. Your big-ass burger. To cause a disturbance. Finch is going uh, to town on these pancakes and bacon. Aw, uh, damn. Honestly, is anyone in the mood to chit-chat over food, or are we just fucking inhaling our goddamn food? Honestly, I think at this point, everyone's probably just going to inhale the food. I think so, yeah. too. I-, I think everyone wants to have more private conversations once we get back to the ship, I'm getting the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then if that's the case, Debbie will come over, make a little bit of normal waitress small talk every now and then. Make sure you guys are good for food and coffee. And then I'm going to go ahead and say the bill runs you eh, 100 credits. No, not bad for the four of us. And one of us is Galva. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be, it's like super expensive uh, food, you know, Mm -hmm. it's space truck stop. So it's affordable. Okay. We pay our tab. Yep. We pay the bill. I'm already marking it on the wallet. But do you tip? Of course, we're not pieces of shit. Yeah, Debbie was very nice. Well, then, what are you tipping her? Because you got to take it out of your funds. I don't know. 20%? What's 20% yeah. of whatever we just paid? 20. We paid 100, so 20. Yeah. Okay, do that. So I don't matter. 120. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. I just needed. Aunt? What? Fuck math. Well, I'm sorry. D&D's all about math, but I hate it. It is. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so deduct 120 credits from your pool of funds, and you guys pile back onto the reliable, and off you go. Okay. Wee. Yep. Wee. So, who is going to approach who first, uh, or how, how do you want to do this? I think like immediately after they launch, get up in space, and free to move out the cabin, as soon as one kind of disperses from launch positions to go do whatever... Where's Galva gone right now? Galva? Um, let's see. There's a number of things she could be doing. Um, I mean, she might be, you know, doing calibrations or whatever, like just checking on how the ship's doing. Ah, uh, yes, calibrations. <laughs> uh, yes. Calibrations. Um, actually, no. If we're en route to some unspecified location to sell our loot, she might actually be starting to sort it out from our bag of holding, like just... All the crap that we picked up, so we don't have to, like, rummage through it later. So we've got a little gallery going on in, um, where do we want to do this? You, let's just say in the common area, so people can call dibs on things that they wanted but didn't speak up about before. So anyway, yeah, I think Aya will, uh, because this is, like, right after Danny, she's still hyped up on the coffee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so as Galva's organizing... This blur comes across her vision. Hello, Ao. Ao. You should probably get ready to lie down. You're going to be crashing pretty hard. Well, first, I need, I need your help. We need to set up the DDR machine, and I also need to do some zig stop for everyone. I need your help because I know what you what I'm doing, and I don't want to get the wrong thing because that would be embarrassing. Even though I don't think anyone would care, but I still don't want to get the good things. But the DDR machine first, and I, I don't think the coffin's going to deal. All right, all right. Holy Let's... shit. Scott, that was amazing. <laughs> that was very good. All right, all right. Let's, yeah, let's get the DDR machine out of the bag of holding, and then I'll see what I can do to start hooking it up. It might take a bit, but I am going to need that 
reduced spell of yours to get it out. You got it! And Deo just kind of dives into the bag of holding. Oh my god. Ao, you're you're not supposed to. Ao, <laughs> don't put your flesh bits in there. You can't <laughs> breathe in there. Ao. Like there's some shuffling that goes around in the bag, and suddenly like small versions of all the uh, DDR pieces start popping out. Oh my oh god. god! Like we probably broke it down a little bit to get it in the bag. Probably a little. I think Galva's doing a bit of like the um panicked Piccolo face at like you know <laughs> fucking Ao just deciding to. High dive into the bag of holding that has no air in it. <laughs> she can hold her breath along. That's fine. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! But no, she probably doesn't take too much work to get them out, and then she comes out. All right, I'll start getting these back together. Please, please do not just jump in there. It's not like you can just snorkel around in there. It's. You realize there is no air in that space at all, right? I figured that out. But it's okay. <sighs> I just did it fast. You did do it very quickly. Alright. And Calvin just sits the back down to the side. Kind of just, you know, takes a moment to just calming breath. Meanwhile, Ao is already like, clearing a space for where the machine can go. Alright. Like, she's not even waiting for Gal. like, Clearing space, but trying to set things up before the spell wears off. Yeah. All right. Um, let me get my screwdriver back out. Moot. You might. We might. We should probably let you know what we're about to do before we do this. I would appreciate that. Yes. We're um, gonna hook up Ghost DDR. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Actually, I don't think it's a ghost. It it, it is <laughs> not a ghost. It's a it's a game machine. I use it to exercise a ghost. <laughs> and you can use it for exercise. Hey. Hey. hey! Basically, it plays songs and people dance to them. And that's it. That is the game. I see. There's a few more rules than that, but... And that is fun? Yes. Usually. I will take your word for it. But, um... We'll probably need a power supply for this. Something that, um... We can... Shut off when we're not using it, because I can't imagine the rest of the crew will want to hear the announcer yelling at them when nobody's playing, trying to get attention. Very well. I'll see what I can do for you. Thank you. Love you, Moot. <laughs> uh, Moot just nods and disappears to uh, see what, what they can find for a, an appropriate power supply for your ancient-ass DDR machine. But you, know, you are aware and prepared for the crash that happens after a caffeine rush, right? Right? I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Uh-oh. Anyway, so Galva's going to work to get this all hooked up, and then if we took it apart, I can't imagine Reduce lasts long enough that it's all going to be reassembled in time, so... Like, I think it only lasts, like, a minute, but, like... Yeah, I think by the time we when they get it to where it needs to be, it's gone. So now it's, like, full size. And she's just screwing pieces back together. Mm-hmm. The safety bars and whatnot. The important safety bars, yes. Super important, so that you don't fall on someone. Alright, so you, uh, you get all the parts of the DDR machine out? Yep, and reassembling them. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll me mechanics. I'm helping. <laughs> 
Um, we might need an instruction manual. <laughs> Y'all are rolled a six. <laughs> yeah, we got a 12. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I think you somehow reassemble it into a para para paradise machine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe this thing is haunted. You have a whole bunch of extra parts, but you're you're able to play para para paradise instead. Instead of DDR. You could try it again in eight hours. <laughs> Fair. Did we leave something in the bag? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. It made sense when we were putting it together. I think that's what I thought. I maybe we should have labeled the different connection points. What I I'm so confused. <laughs> don't listen to that. We'll make it work. Oh boy. Uh check inside the bag one more time. See if there's anything more. Galvatrovages around. So when Galva turns to rummage through the bag, whether or not she finds anything, when she turns back, Ao is passed out on the dance mat. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Ah, and there's the bridge. <laughs> uh, all right. Galva sits the bag of holding aside and just scoops Ao up in her arms like a toddler and carries her off to her room. <laughs> I mean, honestly, actually, if this is the common area, she could just, like, move her to the couch or something. Yeah, like, probably just at the couch. It works. Yeah. I know. The serious conversation will happen later. She just needed to get that out of her system. That was adorable. Very well done. <laughs> All right, so Ao, you are passed out. You somehow have a para para paradise machine. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Who wants to go next? I mean, I think feeding off of that, I think once Galva gives up on trying to figure out how the DDR machine became a para para paradise machine, she can revisit that problem later. She's going to get back to um, getting our loot, like getting it all sorted out. You know, ready to figure out like. Get a good inventory of all the junk we're about to hawk. Yeah. Yeah. So she is in the common area, covering it with crap. As one does. As one does. Well, I guess Finch can wander in and find her. They wanted to talk to Galva a bit. Mm -hmm. So they do that. They wander in. <laughs> we're really kicking ass tonight, guys. We yeah, kick yeah, ass yeah. every night. We're real good at this. Yeah. So Finch, um, they come in. They look around, they see the mess. I feel like they kind of figure out what's going on pretty quickly since uh, this was a topic of conversation over breakfast. Mm -hmm. They see our passed out fairy on the couch and they see what looks like it might have been a DDR machine at one point. They're not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, this is a completely different arcade machine somehow. Where did that machine come from? What happened to the DDR machine? I wish I could answer that question. I really do. I, I, it, we took it apart as one thing and it came back together as another. It's, yes, it's completely I, different. I, I've never even heard of this one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad. Um, I do not. I, I, if you could answer it for me, I would appreciate that. But at this point, I'm going to assume ghosts were involved forgive me for making that assumption but it's the only answer i have well i mean ghosts can be um tricky sometimes so it's not a huge leap to assume it was on a haunted space station for hundreds of years i think actually out of curiosity finch will go ahead and just approach the machine push a button see what happens uh so are you familiar with para, para paradise at all i am not 
Okay, it's another rhythm game, but it's one that you play with your hands. Oh, okay. So the DDR pad is completely useless for this machine. So yeah, instead of actually dancing, you're just slapping buttons with your hands. Okay, same sort of general idea. Yeah. All right, well, that's strange. I suppose we can revisit it later if it becomes an issue. I, I mean, yeah, I think we'll have to. I, on the other hand, it does work like this. I'm almost afraid to take it apart and put it back together to see if we get something that doesn't work or something that's... I, I mean, we could keep trying it and see if it turns into other things. I, that would be very interesting. I'd actually be quite curious to see... If that does happen. <laughs> Just trotting your arcade machine. Once we're done um, sorting through all of this and they indicate the pile of loot, maybe we can revisit this. Um, let me know when you want to take it apart again and I'll come with some guidance cantrips. I would appreciate that. I <laughs> still, I have no idea how this happened in the first place. There are many mysteries <sighs> in life and I suppose this is just one more. I mean, on the other hand, if, you know, maybe it's, maybe this is some sort of magic thing that we've picked up, and at least if we ever get bored of it, we can change it into something else and have a new game to get bored of. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier to get one of those game consoles that has all sorts of games? Like, what's the newest one? The PlayStation 20, I think? Oh, uh, either console has banned all that shit. What?! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean we could. I I mean this one's a little more physically involved, but you know, I, I guess honestly I'd rather just get some space that's better for training in general. This is a step up, but it is still not actually training. No, it's more stress relief than anything. Mm. Which can be useful. Um Yeah, we do have a lot of that. Yes, we certainly do. And Finch stares into the middle distance for a bit. Well, I mean, at least it's something to keep us occupied. Seems like we can't really get enough enrichment on these flights. No, and some of them take quite a long time. Well, we did buy that Mr. Bucket back on Ricard show. We've never busted it out. How come? Yes. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, we bought a number of games and nobody's touched them. Hmm. She sounds a little huffy about that. I <laughs> genuinely like, forgot. Like somebody who bought their pet cat a bunch of toys and they ignored it and played with the box instead. Wow, Galva, <laughs> are we just a bunch of pet cats to oh. you? I see how it is. <laughs> Out of character, I forgot we had any games. <laughs> no, I, I, no, it's okay. It's been a while. I am goofing on you guys. It's fine. <laughs> well, maybe once we get all of this cleaned up, um, we can get out some of the games and... and um, Gets Elias to come join us, and maybe once Ao wakes up, she can join us as well. Yeah, maybe it does seem um, it does seem like it takes a bit of effort to get him to come out of his um quarters sometimes. Yes, it it does. Um, I have to say, I I feel like I understand a bit. I can't imagine it's going to be easier after that last experience. No, probably not. Um, maybe we could bake another batch of cookies. I don't know how much they helped, but they didn't seem to hurt, so... Yeah, I was going to say, we should probably just do that anyway. Yes, I agree. And if it works, then great. And if it doesn't, then... At least we have cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love this awkward small talk. <laughs> <laughs>
At this point, I want to say to you that Finch has joined Galva in just sorting through things, kind of stacking them in piles. Like, I think there are some things that obviously we're just going to get rid of because they have no use to us. Maybe there's like a, a question pile and maybe a third pile. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, well, while Finch is assisting Galva, I think eventually they will figure out how they want to ask this. So Galva, how are you feeling after that fight with the frost giant zombie? Any negative effects that you've noticed? Um, well, I am still able to breathe despite its final efforts. So, I mean, I think I'm doing all right. Have you noticed any new abilities? That rune on your back, that was the frost giant rune. Right. And you did sort of manifest something that looked like pauldrons, which caved in the giant's head. Uh, I I didn't do that on purpose, but... Well, it was very effective, regardless. Yes, I, I It must I have mean... been one of those defense mechanism things that right. you don't really think about. I mean, I guess that's all the more reason to try and find some opportunity to practice with some of this, um, which Galva gestures again at the not-DDR machine. Still isn't going to cut it. Um... <laughs> Huh. I mean, I've I've been trying to figure out a little bit more about working with these runes. But, um, I don't think I've even really tried much with the frost rune. Probably better to wait until we're not on the ship. Unfortunately, it seemed quite powerful. Do you? You've also manifested the, the cloud rune and the fire rune. Do you have any sort of inciting incidents that? Manifested those? Um, Do you know where they came from? No, no, they just... It was... The first time I used them was... I mean, you saw it. It was um, when we were exploring that giant ruin where we found the the astrolabe. Um, and that fight that we had against that giant mechanical monstrosity i believe that was the first time i i was able to invoke the fire rune interesting we didn't well it was a giant kin rune but we didn't really encounter anything so specific right and i mean i and she kind of like takes the gauntlet off again i mean you remember i i thought that maybe the gauntlet had something to do with it and it didn't. So basically from what you found, you said that it was essentially the power was coming internal from me. It was just um, being picked up by the gauntlet. It was uh, the power sort of being augmented into it. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. And I mean, same goes with the, the cloud rune. Um, I think, was that even the same battle that I remember seeing actually it was the captain that was in danger, and yes, he certainly was the entire time that he was about to get attacked, and it was instinctive, really. I just knew to mm -hmm. invoke the cloud rune, and it was something else that ended up getting hurt, one of the other enemies in the room, right, so yeah, I mean. You have been here with me the entire time. I didn't 
we have not encountered any sort of fire giants or cloud giants while we've been here. No, we certainly haven't. Um, hmm. Interesting. I wonder what triggered those first two runes, then. It must have been something in the ruin. It must have been, well, there was that, um, skeleton. So... Would that have been enough? You think I should just go grave robbing giants? No, 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 no. <laughs> I would never suggest such a thing. I was going to say, I know you're comfortable with the dead, but I really, I, I would not feel right about that. Also, it would be really difficult. No, Galva, <laughs> I have to say, it would be very difficult, but also if you were to attempt it, I would be duty-bound to stop you. Um, no, I was merely wondering if it might have been just the proximity of that particular corpse, well, the remains of it, it was just bone at that point, that may have triggered it within you? I mean, I, I guess it's possible. I don't know. Based on at least what happened with the frost giant zombie, I suppose we don't really have enough information to make any sort of solid hypothesis yet, but... All I know is that it came out during battle. That's the best that I can tell you. Yes. They both did. Or all three, I suppose. Yes. Well, I am glad you're feeling all right. Um, no unnoticed injuries to report now that things have quieted down? No, no, just just my pride a bit, but but I'm I'm doing fine. Good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. And then um so as that little conversation sort of winds down, I think Finch may continue to... We don't really have a whole lot to sort. They're probably just doing, like, busy work at this point. Oh. Um, actually, checking the list again. Oh. We need to find some better containers for these. And she kind of starts to pull out the hazmat suits. Oh. Yes, we do. Um, suppose we should add that to the shopping list. Although... We should also, as soon as we find an appropriate planet, um, an appropriate planet, I should say, um, we can scatter the remains as requested. Mm. So we won't yeah. particularly have any need for containers for too long. Sure. I, I just, I feel like this is not the most... It's undignified, yeah. I agree. Well, I'm not sure what we have on hand that's more dignified. Um, maybe if we cleaned out some of the nicer alcohol bottles... I think I would take most of the bottles, if not, I think there's more ash than, than we have bottles. We can fix that. We can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that's it. We're, we're looking at two very different problems here. I agree. We should probably find, if we're not able to find a, a suitable planet in the short term, um, when we go shopping, we should locate better containers. Mm. And ones that would be more easily accessible. Um, I'm I'm trying to picture I'm just I'm picturing, you know, taking those very large, very long bones and attempting to shove them into bottles and it's just it's not working in my head. Mm. Um you might see the problem here. I yes, I, I understand. Probably need some very very large urns. Well, I do like the idea of urns, since we're not planning to keep them permanently. Right. No, I perhaps we should find something a little more that will be of more practically use for us after we take care of the remains. I guess the question is, what do we need 
that is that large. All I can think of out of character is something like water storage, you know, like those 10 gallon cooler so tanks or something. Them out of hazmat suits and into an office water cooler. Got it. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking those orange five gallon Home Depot buckets. Those would probably also be useful. You know what? Maybe I can just make something temporary. If I can find the right materials, it's not that hard to make a make a big jug. Oh, good point. Well, we did get a lot of that scrap from those derelict ships mm. after the explosion. Perhaps we could use some, some of that? I mean... Hmm. And it could then be repurposed again once the remains are taken care of. I'll sort through and see what I can find. Sure. We need to get you access to a forge, don't we? Yes. We also really need to get back to taking care of that thing on the captain's neck. Yes. Yes, we do. I think we should make that our top priority, honestly, now that I'm really thinking about it. It has been... It's been on the top of the list of things I want to take care of, but... Um, things keep getting in the way. Yes, and I mean, it's not... If I had an easy idea of how to mend a crack like that, um, I would have already done it. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't mean to imply that, that you wouldn't. Um, I imagine, since I don't know a whole lot about smithing, that um, repairing a crack like that would probably involve something like molten slag, which obviously we don't want to get near the captain's skin. Yes. Um, so in the short term, I think, again, we're back to looking for some solution to protect it rather than unfortunately repair it yes so i will say there is another way we could go about it but um so i mean have you ever had to get a cavity filled um no i've never needed that particular procedure done my sister has a couple of times though and i understand the method right so they don't they don't pour slag metal into your mouth, obviously. They use a sort of, um, they use a soft metal to create the filling. Um, usually it's a mercury alloy, I think. But the problem is that we're working with a completely unknown metal, meaning no matter what I try to use to patch it, whether it's molten lead or it's mercury, um, I don't know how it's going to react with neutronium, meaning there's a good chance I could just turn it into a more unstable bomb. And Right, so we don't want that. Right. So, yeah, I think our best option would be to find, I'm thinking something that we can kind of fix onto it right on the, um, on the crack. Think less of a filling more of a crown um we find something that we can fit into that crack and that can protect the whole thing and everything should be okay until we find a permanent solution for it all right that that makes sense um i'm wondering now that you've mentioned that um are there i know some metals work better with other metals um but obviously like i said i'm i'm no expert um is there something so like um with with blood types for example mm -hmm. um you've got the universal o blood type which you can use 
with anyone um, without harming them. Is there a metal perhaps like that that might work better or possibly better since we don't really know a whole lot about neutronium? All right. So <laughs> science guy here, Scott, you're probably the best one to know. Are, uh, the only unreactive elements are the noble gases, right? There are some unreactive metals. Gold would be your best bet. Okay. Okay. All right. Get our captain some bling. <laughs> bling for his bling. Mm-hmm. Because gold is oftentimes used in fillings and whatnot. Yeah. That mm -hmm. so they don't do things. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I was actually looking into this because of, you know, just how goddamn far down the metal rabbit hole this campaign has sent me. I think it's usually, it is a alloy of, like, um... I think they use gold for some of it. I think there's different alloys with mercury that they use for, like, fitting into the, like, filling type. Um, mm -hmm. And it seems weird to us because mercury is toxic, but... Um, yeah, when it's compounded, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. And it creates a compound with, like, just about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. It is, like, the opposite of a noble gas. It will make alloys with whatever it can touch. Oh, baby. And actually, all those alloys are collectively called amalgams. So, yes. <laughs> campaign theming, everybody. Mm hmm. We're doing a good job. Anyway, right. So, there are some metals that are less likely to have an interaction with the neutronium. I think the safest thing, though, is we need to know how neutronium acts with other metals because, um, Depending on how the neutronium is, it might not really matter what we have that we try to meld with it. Um, right. It might just have its own way of reacting with everything. Right, outside of the normal laws of physics and right. so forth. Oh, uh, let's let's not even start on the laws of physics with neutronium. Um, based on what little I've read, I'm pretty sure... It shouldn't exist as a solid metal. I, I read something that says that it should be a, a, a metal gas. I, I'm assuming that this material is very, very magical, whatever it is. Well, yes, it, it must be to suppress the captain's magic right. as, as it has been doing. Right. And also to get the end result of that black hole that we learned about so right. wonderfully. <sighs> All right, well, whatever the captain wants to do, I think we're going to need to outvote him and make this our top priority for whatever it is we wind up doing next. I mean, agreed. But on the upside, maybe we can... I mean, if part of it's probably going to require getting me access to a forge. Um, and I know he does have a few pieces of weapons that he'd like to combine together into one so maybe we can oh yes that sword he once made that's right i mean it's gonna be super dope fuck off <laughs> i think we can probably convince him that there's going to be something that's more fun about this than just staring at his neck the whole time I believe you are correct. Um, we will certainly have to spin this in a way that makes it sound like a good time for him, which may or may not be too much of a challenge, depending on how we think to spin it. I mean... I suppose if all else fails, we could get him absolutely flat, blackout 
drunk. Yes, yes, we could. But I am, I would actually like to make him that sword. I mean, oh, yes, yes. And I mean, if, if we need to bribe him with promises of even better equipment, then I will see what I have to do. All right, well, I think we have the beginnings of a plan, mm -hmm. which is more than we had before, so mm. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, well, I'll be happy with it when we actually have the solution. You're right. Um, yes. Hopefully we can come up with something soon. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Yeah, I think that's a good place to leave that one. Alright. Who's next, if anybody wants to go? If not, you guys can't always talk other places coming up, like, mm -hmm. that's up to you. I'm just saying, you know, I know you guys are looking forward to talking a little bit on the ship, yeah. so, by all means. Um, alright, so Finch, um, finishes up with that very nice, I feel, and pretty productive conversation with Galva. Got a few things decided. And then they, you know, I think they'll pop in on the bridge to see, is the captain on the bridge? Finch has appeared upon the bridge. No, they haven't. They've walked into it like a normal person. They're looking for Zelias. On the bridge. He, is he on the bridge? Where is fucking Zelias right now? I feel like the previous day, I guess, if that's where our timeline is, was the day he spent pretty much sleeping the entire time. Yeah, right. that sounds about right. Okay. So I think, yeah, he might be on the bridge. What's he doing on the bridge? Huh. Captaining, I guess. Doing what captains do on bridges when no one else is around. Jerking it. I mean, Moot pretty much has the flight controls going, so I mean, it's totally fine if Zelias were to, like, be checking some of the star charts for, like, what's nearby. I mean... Yeah, that makes sense. Not only star charts, but, like, everything that you guys have kind of learned, like, going over some of the, the old star charts that you found on Creon, things like that. Probably doing that. Just because... Keeping his mind occupied. I don't think he wants to think too hard, but he does want to, like you said, keep his mind occupied with space. <laughs> with right. accidental stuff that doesn't trigger any exactly. of the traumas. That and just just everything is fucking weird and it sucks and he hates it. Aw, buddy. Hey, man. Well, let's let's see if we can power friendship this. We'll get a little talk going, see if, if we can help you out. Try it. So, well, now I have a question. What is the setup on the bridge? Like, I know we've got kind of that arc where the three stooges, you know, do their station things and we've got the captain chair behind it. Right. Is it directly behind it or up? Like, up? Elev elevated? I pictured it being elevated a little bit. I've always pictured it like the Starship Enterprise from Star Trek. Yeah. I can kind of see that, yeah. Only not shaped really weird. Yeah, so would it be like... Is there a place to sit and go over star charts? Or is that something you do, like, standing, like, on the Normandy? So he'd have, in his captain chair, like, he he has his own console. Oh, okay. Now, what does that look like? Is it, like, a holographic, like... Yeah. Sort of a screen situation? Am I pushing buttons, or is it all... It's all holographic. Holographic. So, I, mean, I, I touch the hologram, and I can throw the star across the map. Yeah, like you're, like you're Tony Stark, and you can just I'm Tony throw Stark that shit around. Bitch. Okay. You know what? I'm on board. You are on board, otherwise you'd be drifting in space. <laughs> Alright, so Finch pokes their head into the bridge. They see Captain Zelias in his captain chair doing captain things. He's looking very captainly and very focused 
on these star charts. Okay, they clear their throat as they walk in um, in an attempt to alert him to their presence. They don't want to, like, sneak up on him. Okay. So they just kind of come in in a normal sort of fashion. Cool. Elias, as he's still looking at his star chart, he just kind of waves his arm, like, waggles it, like, in greeting. Kind of half-acid, hello, sort of thing, but he's looking at the stars on his charts. Oh, on his charts. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess um, before sitting down in their little seat, Finch will kind of approach him. Uh, Captain, are you busy? Always. But I can make time for you. It seems like you want to say things with your mouth. What's up? How... You know what? I'm not going to ask you how else I would say things. I think I'm just going to sit down over here. Sign and... language exists. You're you're right. It does. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. thinking of that. I was thinking of other things. <laughs> Finch sighs heavily, and they go to their little station. They sit down. They swivel the chair so that they're facing the captain. Cool. He's got kind of a shit-eating grin. Kind of a small one, because he's, you know, he's being a cock, but not, like, in an asshole way. Yeah, just in a regular, regular Zelaya's yeah, way. Just being a jokey, jokey, uh-huh. jokester way with his good friend Finch the Doctor. Finch the Doctor, yes. So they sit down, they observe his little shitty smile, and I think they actually do kind of have like a little tiny smile back. And they say, Well, it's been a little while since we escaped. How are you doing, Captain? I'm doing about a million times better. No, that we're not. In, uh, hell? Yeah, basically hell. Basically, no, I'm fine. yes. I'm doing, I'm doing alright. How are you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there. I still have a few things to process. A lot of things to process. Um, but that's mm-hmm. just going to take some time. Sure. And, uh, I'll work through it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed that. Yeah. Um, I think Finch maybe like they lift up a hand and they kind of scrub it over their face a little bit, massage the bridge of their nose. Yeah, you've you've brought yourself onto this place. Yeah, and they're like, okay, um, look, Captain, no one had a good time on that station. Um, yeah, I know. But it's pretty obvious to me that you are having a worse time than the rest of us, and I'm only bringing this up because I want to let you know that my door is open. If you ever want to talk about anything, zombie-related or not, I'll listen. And that's all I'll say. I won't bring it up again. I don't want to harass you or make you talk about something that makes you uncomfortable. I just want to let you know I'm here. Well, that's that's very sweet. Uh, I'm fine, so there's no need to worry about any of that. I'm all right. Uh, If I break an arm or set myself on fire again, I'll definitely look you up. Well, um, if you do either of those things, you probably won't need to look me up because it's likely I will be right there with you. <laughs> well, I might do something stupid on the ship. You don't know. That's a joke. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen. I'm not fireballing the ship or breaking my arm anywhere on the ship. I don't know if I even can. Like, well, I guess I could fall down on it really hard and fuck it up real good. Yes, you you could. I've done that before. There's always a possibility. Yeah. All right. I think they're just looking at him. I I I got nothing. There's something on my face. Uh, well, yes, there's actually, there's a little something right here. And they reach up their finger on their own face and they indicate where his little cheek scar is under his eye. But yeah, that's, that's been there. You just now notice it. 
No, um, I, I did notice it before, but you asked if there was something on your face, and I wanted to have an answer oh, for you. Oh, you're so. a funny joke. Look at you. Oh, it wasn't funny. <laughs> it wasn't. That's why I didn't laugh. That's why I'm not laughing either. <laughs> right, well, um, that's mostly what I wanted to tell you, but... Um, All right. And at this point, they stand up because they feel like they're intruding. Um, before I go, I also wanted to tell you... Um, you know, while that, that whole experience, start to finish, was an absolute nightmare, I'm glad you were there. Um, putting our heads together to figure things out was, um, well, in the middle of all of that nightmare fuel, it was nice. You hear that rattling just now? Oh, sorry, that was me. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Moose, what's happening? No. <clears throat> I'm coming apart at the seams. Ah, oh, piss. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about and, that. Um, well, this just got real awkward. So... No, it didn't. It just listen. I heard a, a noise. Um, except I didn't really. No, I listen. I agree. Like one million percent. That was about the least stressful part was being able to like think. Uh, which I'm not doing very well right now. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it was horrible. But I, you know, we had a couple of moments where things were not as horrible and i would say that those were a few of those moments we make a good team i've noticed with you know our just gigantic brains that we have in our heads don't we 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 do um i was half joking i'm a dumb shit well. well no um captain i actually i don't think you are i think you're quite intelligent actually um you're still an idiot but um <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's not all all for show i think no i mean i went to school yeah I, I know things. That's that's so nebulous and all-encompassing. <laughs> thank, thank you for that reassurance. Sure. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I, I I've been around a lot. I'm I'm pretty old. I mean, I'm not old for an elf. Obviously, I'm actually quite young. But I mean, I've been around. I've been a pirate for like a hundred dish years. A hundred dish, yes. Roughly. Yes. I mean, it's been like a long time. It it has been, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, um like I said, um I'm I'm interrupting you. I, I apologize. Thank you for hearing me out. You're not really. I'm just I got nothing else to do and I just I don't know, I had to do something with my hands for a bit. So I'm poking holograms. <laughs> Trying to look busy, you know, don't tell the others. Oh, all right. I, I suppose I won't. I don't really think there's any reason to. That was a joke. Captain, that wasn't so a very good one. Jokes. Listen, sometimes they're real bangers, but others like today just <clears throat> not having it. You know what? That's all right. You go ahead and keep telling your terrible jokes that I will continue to not laugh and tell you how terrible they are. <laughs> and it'll be fun. It'll be like a fun little thing that we do. A little special thing that we do that's terrible. Our thing. Weird. Very strange, yes. Yeah, we're fucked up. All right. Um well, you know where I'll be, because I'll be on the ship somewhere. Yeah, so we, we kind of live here together. We do. Very strange. All right. Is it? I mean, it's just a ship. Captain, um... What? Did I say a stupid thing again? Well, no, it wasn't stupid. It was just interesting oh. to me, because um, it may not be strange to you that you're living on the ship with the rest of us, um, but this is something I don't think I've told you before. Uh -huh. I grew up hearing stories of the great and terrible 
Captain Zelias Vance Arland. Lots of people have. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, you're, you're sort of a living legend, um, if that makes sense. Nice way to phrase it. You're welcome. Um, so it, it is a little strange to me because you're like um, a celebrity, I suppose. An infamous one. An outlaw celebrity? Something like that, right? You're a household name in some places. Really? Yes. You're on oh. the news often enough. I guess Faden thought it was pretty cool. She did, yes. But um, anyway, that's that's why it's a little strange to me because, um, you know, because uh, you growing up in eating your, well, you weren't my childhood hero. Oh, um, good. No, not not like the way you were with Theron. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a little strange. Oh, it's getting less strange as things go on. But you know, well, that's good because I don't want to make people, I don't know, uncomfortable. No, um, no, after everything you and I have been through together, um, no, I, I don't think that's possible anymore. Oh, well, that's good. So, take that for what it's worth, I guess. Alright, I'll, I'll do that. So I think this whole time, Finch has been kind of inching towards the door, because, like, they're like, I'm gonna leave, but then they keep talking. <laughs> they're like, but they're, I wanna they're go, like, fuck this guy. They're doing that awkward thing, like, where, okay, I... I think the conversation's ending, but oh shit, no, I, I'm saying more stuff. <laughs> but okay, I think we're winding. Nope, nope. Okay, we're we're still talking. So they're in just kind of like this very weird, awkward place. Okay, so weird, awkward yeah. person. I, I think that's noticeable enough, right? Yeah. Zelias would notice it. <laughs> He'll be like, "All right, <laughs> are, are you sure you're trying to leave, or do you want to stay and chat? Because you're kind of doing that." The, the the thing, you know, well, you, you, you're like talking and then you're not talking and then you're kind of talking, but then you're like, oh, but wait, another thing. But I'm also leaving at the same time. So you're scooching slowly and awkwardly, but but also you're still saying things. So I think you don't want to leave. Yeah, I think you want to stay in chat, don't you? Well, um, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I didn't want to interrupt if you were in the middle of something. Nah, nah, I'm never in the middle of anything important. I, I don't think that's true. That's not true at all. <laughs> Come have a seat. Let's, I don't know. I'll break out the fucking, I gotta have some alcohol in the bridge somewhere. He starts looking under his chair and stuff. Like, where's your booze? <laughs> Did I leave in a year? Okay. Yeah. How would I keep it under my table? Don't, don't ask. Shut up. I guess Finch will scooch back over to their seat. Ha! Nerd. Now you're stuck with me. We're having a weird, awkward chat. It is a little yeah. weird and a little awkward. Yeah. We're both a little weird and awkward. So I think he does find a... Yeah, it's super weird and awkward. He finds a bottle of some kind of booze that... Why does he keep it on the bridge under his chair? Who the fuck knows? He's the captain. He can do what he wants. And I've decided... Emergency booze. He needs emergency booze. He has no cups, but that's okay. It's like whiskey. I don't know. Space whiskey in space. Dragon flavored. Whatever. I don't Dra know. Oh, no. Dragon flavored. What does that taste like? <laughs> dragons. Um, Imagine dragons. No. <laughs> Fuck it, I hate me. Like, all right, well, I don't have a cup, but you want a swig? You can, like, have some. Um, what is it? It's, uh, the... Uh, oh, it's Fireball. Ha! <laughs> Get it? How appropriate. <laughs> sure, I'll have some. Yeah, all right, here. I'll I'll take the the alcohol to Finch, so I'm not yeeting a fucking <laughs> bottle of alcohol across the goddamn bridge. Yeah, don't throw that at Finch. Their decks are great. be very bad. I, it would be bad. It would be bad. And then he's going to be just an absolute gremlin, just sit on the console next to Finch. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Listen. that makes sharing this easier. Exactly. His chair's yeah. in the middle of the fucking room. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I guess Finch has a little mouthful of this fireball. 
Nom nom. Burns, Delicious. right? Yeah. Good. 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 You know what? I'm going to roll con. Do it. See how, how they react. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 19. Damn. Oh, I add bitch. two to that. I'm sorry. No, that's awesome. I wanted to roll low. Finch holding their booze like a champ. Yeah, so I, I guess they, they take a nice um, polite mouthful because they're a nice polite asshole. Um, <laughs> they don't cough or lose their shit or anything. They swallow it. They hand oh. the bottle back. All right. Yeah. Normally people, like, their eyeballs start watering and they start sweating and just making the dumbest faces. Oh. Um, am I supposed to do that? No! Not it. Well, I mean, everyone's different. If you want to, you can, but looks like you're handling it pretty well. Um, no, I, I prefer not to. I just had a shower, so... Ah, you don't want to sweat and puke all over yourself, gotcha. No, I, I don't. <laughs> Especially not after the place we just left. No? Yeah, no. And, you know the hand of the bottle and he takes it back okay and he he takes a swig also okay i'm gonna roll con okay uh 16 plus two that's an 18 nice nice look at us we're like two grown-ass adults sharing we're a whiskey two together grown-ass adults the only thing they can't do together is drive a boat <laughs> <laughs> it's true oh my god it's so true they figured it out in the end but it was a rough start. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we need a topic of conversation for these two idiots to converse about. I don't know. Does Finch want to bring up uh, starting to look for stuff to deal with uh, that caller? Mm. That or we can talk about dead people some more. Oh, yeah, they could talk about uh, <laughs> those two giants. We could talk about those two giants and all that other dead shit. You know what? Huh? That's a good place to start. Yeah, I think so. But I think uh-huh. that, you know, it's obviously kind of awkward. Why? I don't know. Because they're fucking awkward. This is a lie. Is the guy that sets himself on fire for funsies and laughs at all the stupidest shit. And he's sitting here and he doesn't know how to fucking have a conversation with a normal person. Yeah, sounds like a you problem. Sounds like a Zelias problem, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, I want to bring up all the dead stuff, but like, how do I do that? So about them dead bodies. <laughs> so! <laughs> I mean, it's Elias. Honestly, it's probably what he would lean into. Okay. So yeah, he swigs his fucking booze. And he, he goes down like butter with knives in it. It's real smooth. Why is there real, knives real in sharp. your butter? Uh, don't ask. <laughs> and he's like, So I've been thinking. All right. Uh, I know, right? It's What? Thinking? You? Huh? I get that a lot. Well, everyone has to sometimes. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I, I don't... I just, remember when yesterday, or was it the day before? I don't know. Space, what are days in space? I, I, I don't know. We killed the big uh, space station, right? We just blew it up. Well, that was mostly you, but yes, I, I do remember that no, very I, well. That's very good. Um... I don't know, I've just been kind of stuck on uh, like all those souls, spirits, I guess. Stuck how? Like, I'm not sure. Uh, like, I've killed a lot of people, right? Yes. Uh, well, that didn't sound good at all, did it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a statement of fact. You've, you've killed a lot of people. No, they shouldn't have put themselves in my way. Um, I, I don't know, just that, that felt, I mean, obviously I didn't kill any of those people. 
No, they were already dead. They were already super dead, and then we kind of sent them to where souls go, right? Helped them to pass on, yes. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Is that a thing that you do a lot in your line of work? Well, it, it was before I was arrested. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. But, um, well, yes, that, that was the main motivation for doing what I did. Um, to start, when I was in residency and doing the morgue rotation, um, I liked the morgue. It was very quiet. It was a little cold, but, um, you know, I like to wear sweaters, so that worked out. <laughs> um, but probably a couple of weeks into that rotation, um, one of my patients spoke to me. Well, the ghost of my patient spoke to me. That would be creepy. It was a body just being like, oh, by the way. Well, no, it, it wasn't the body. It was, it was, it was the, the ghost. ghost. They were right, kind of off that. to one side. Um, just kind of chilling? Just, yes, as, as ghosts do. Ah. Um, they weren't quite sure what had happened to them, and they weren't quite sure where they were. It was actually um, not a terrible thing to explain to them. Well, um, you know, unfortunately, heart failure. Um, after a little, um, little too much unhealthy living. Um, but once they understood what had happened, it was very easy for them to accept it and move on. And that was the first spirit I helped. Um, I'm huh. glad looking back on it now that it was so easy, um, because I, I've had some more difficult ones. Um, you've met my most difficult one. Um, he's around here somewhere. Oh, that little shit in the skull. Yes. Um, Probably on his Roomba somewhere. But um, yes, that, that feeling I got from helping, that was, it was like a light went on. And that's what I knew. This was what I was meant to do. Hmm. Well, or, the, or it was. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd still like to continue to do it, but it's not going to be as easy now since I'm no longer employed at a hospital. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't know what I mean. Actually, I have no, no idea what I'm going with that one. Well, <laughs> you, were, you were talking about those hundreds of spirits who I we was. helped move on. And then we got talking to you, and I want to actually talk about you a little more. Uh, 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 okay. It's not weird, I promise. Well, you know, Captain, when you say that, just <laughs> a little bit of advice. When you say it's not weird, I promise, <laughs> that immediately makes it sound very weird and slightly terrifying. Just You're right. <laughs> I do need to kind of work on that a little bit. I apologize. It, it, it's all right. Um, what <laughs> did you want to talk about? So, what got you wanting to work in that sort of line of work to begin with? The dead in general, not pre-ghost, it sounds like. The ghosts weren't a thing when you started. Um, uh, did, where did that come from? Well, I mean, I, my sister... Um, wanted to go to medical school and um i didn't really know what i wanted to do but i liked studying and i liked learning and um you know things like, like a nerd yes like like a nerd um, <laughs> things like you know viscera and biology never really bothered me um mm -hmm. i think probably because um my my whole being is made of viscera and biology um Aren't we all, though? We are. Um, I'm a little closer to it than most. Just Sure, sure. Um, but anyway, so I applied to medical school, and I got in, and she applied, and she got in, and I quite enjoyed the studying and the learning, um, as expected, and it wasn't 
it, it wasn't a, a direct thing. Like I said, it was, um, I was in residency doing my rotation. So when, when you do that, you go to all different departments of the hospital and you learn that sort of what functions there you learn in surgery, you learn mm. in, you know, in, in the labs and, you know, the morgue rotation, obviously. And that was where I realized, oh, this is where I'm meant to be. Ah, oh, the dead ones. Hurrah. That's a joke. <laughs> I, I, I kind of you can ignore I, me. I kind of see it, yes. The ones that can't talk back. Woohoo! That that's where I'd be anyway. Well, I mean, honestly, yes, it was a little like that at first. Like I said, it, it was a couple of weeks before the first ghost spoke. Right, to then me. they started talking back and it got weird. It it actually didn't. For some oh. reason and I don't know why, it's just it's easier to talk to the dead. I think it it has to be because you know they tend to be very focused on themselves, and for some reason that just makes it easier for me to focus on them as well. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't like being the center of attention, or any attention really, so... I've kind of noticed. <laughs> um, yes, so, you know, dealing with people who are so inward focused, it was just easier for me to interact. Right. Well, I get that. Well, in that case, I don't see how you can stun me at all. Shit. Um, it's been a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I respect what you do. Like, big time, it's crazy. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, if shit, before I met Wilhelm, like, I couldn't even stand the thought of being in the same continent as, like, a ghost. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Willie's alright, though. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. I, I honestly am, I. am glad you think so, because um, he, he is my best friend, so... Oh, uh, precious. That that does make me happy to hear. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can do ghosts a little better now. They still kind of fucked with me on the, the station, even though they were all pretty chill, the ones we met. Except for the DDR ghost, that was weird. And then the ones that were trying to murder us in the bathroom that one time! Yes. Um, Didn't like that one at all, no. Well, the DDR ghost went much better than it could have, honestly. That was I'm fucked up, but I like Very it, glad you know, we were able to help him move on instead of was, fighting yeah, him. That was, that was nice, I guess. Still, I can't do the zombies. Well, that's understandable. Have you ever had, like, zombies popping up in your, like, morgues? Um, well, not in my morgue. Um, right. Occasionally, I would have to do a house call, um... I've only ever dealt with very minor undead before now. Um, they usually go down without too much trouble when they're dealt with properly. Um, you know, just a little channel divinity, a little, mm. um, you know, radiant fire. You're good to go. Normally. Right, sure. And so you've you've probably seen a few-ish before the entire space station full of them then? Uh, yes. Yes, I've dealt with probably about Oh, maybe 20 or 30 in the last Oof. five years. Holy shit. That seems like a lot to me. Well, spread out over five years, it's not very many, but yes, that, that one number presented as is is, is quite high. I, I I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing I found with the zombies I've dealt with over the years is they're not nearly as um, single-minded as the ones we encountered on that station. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know necromancy isn't the worst crime per the council depends on how it's used i would say well yes depends Maybe? on how it's used sure. um 
you know, reanimating the bodies of the recently deceased is despicable behavior, which I, I don't approve of at all. They they deserve respect even after the souls are gone. Sure, yeah. Um, but the sort of animating necromantic spirits that I encountered before that station weren't particularly hostile. They just kind of, you know, shuffled around and groaned a bit. And it was like, oh, okay, go back to sleep and, Ooh. you know, slap them, like I said, with a little radiant fire and they'd go back to sleep and take care of all the rights and so forth and send them on their way. Good to go. No more zombie. That station was a very unique and honestly terrifying experience. Yeah, not gonna lie, that one's probably gonna give me nightmares for, I don't know, maybe a week. <laughs> oh, a whole week? Uh, well, maybe longer than that, maybe two weeks. Oh, you're still, um, greater than I. I think I will have nightmares for a bit longer than that. Like a month? Maybe three weeks. Oh, all right. You know, not not too long. Not, not too long, but yeah, a little bit longer. Just, but not, just a not little longer, long. yes. Fitted into the schedules. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're more used to these sorts of things, like dangerous, life-threatening things than I am still. So, you know, it, you know, it makes sense. And not like that. Shite. That was... That was different. Like, I've seen a few zombies in my time, just as a pirate, some dickhead will be like, I'm gonna raise the dead and attack you with dead. And I'll just set them on fire and it's not a problem. But usually it's from very far away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Right, right. I don't tend to like to get up close and personal with them because they're horrible. They're not great, no. No. What's um so what's like the longest like a zombie can can like be a zombie? Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. Um well it depends on a couple of things. It depends on the freshness of the corpse and it depends on the power of the necromancer. Sure. Um, if you're dealing with a very rotting corpse and a very weak necromancer, you're probably going to have maybe a couple of hours before the zombie falls apart. Yeah. But if you've got fresh corpses and um, a god-tier necromancer, Oof. years, decades, longer, wow. possibly. Yeah, no, that... Yeah, that... Yeah, I, I can see that. Just, um... I'm curious, just from, are, are you asking just from general curiosity? Uh, well, halfway, yeah. Halfway, nah. You know, I think actually Finch will hold out their hand. I high five it. Okay, they will continue to hold out their hand, like, can I, can I have another hit off of that bottle? Oh shit, <laughs> Finch wants that? Since we're... Guys, it's probably shocked that the doctor is asking for more booze. Fuck yeah, he passes it over. Since we're having this nice little heart-to-heart. -heart. Sure, yeah. Fucking here's some more of that good, good fireball. Yeah, so they'll they'll have another mouthful and hand it back. Awesome. He takes a big-ass swig, because, of course, we're talking about dead bodies. Yeah. His fault, kind of. Yeah. Which is fine. He accepts that, and he drinks booze to cope with it. Yeah, as you do. Good. Now we have booze in us. Now we have boozed up. Yeah, I think um, I think Finch is at this point waiting to see if Elias has anything more to say, since he seemed to be in question-asking mode. Oh, oh. I thought that Finch was asking a question. Oh, he did. Or they did. They asked for the booze. No, they didn't. They held their hand out, and I high-fived it, and then gave him the booze. <laughs> I love how eager Elias is for high-fives. Yeah, dude, always. It's adorable. Okay, I think he's not picking up, though, that Finch is waiting for him to say something. He's just kind of, I don't know, fiddling with his booze. 
I think um, Finch will kind of lead back in their chair. They're getting a little more relaxed. I don't know if they've had enough booze to, like, be feeling a buzz because it's just been two mouthfuls. It is fireball. It is fireball. Mm -hmm. I don't know how potent that is. I have no idea. Um, (laughs) Fireball is, like, it burns going down, but it's not too bad. Okay. Okay. Like, two shots isn't going to do much. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, so they lean back. They kind of, their body language is now a little bit more relaxed. They're less tense and formal than they usually are. You know, Captain, this is kind of nice. Talking about dead bodies, yeah. Well, just chatting, because um, this probably won't surprise you, or maybe it will, I I don't know. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, or after I grew up, or at all. Why? I think Finch just gives him a look. Like... <laughs> Slice is genuinely like, what? Why? You're so, like... <laughs> smart just so fucking like so fucking awkward and nice and some people like that socially awkward what a dweeb yep that's okay we all are we all are yes this is nice um if this is what having friends is like i kind of wish i had tried it sooner should have got arrested sooner ah that's a joke i wish i hadn't been arrested at all but yeah no it's not great but I mean, you know, with bad shit comes good shit. I think sometimes you got to look at it on the bright side. Yeah, right, you got arrested. Silver lining, that's yeah, of for thing. sure. You got arrested. Your reputation's probably ruined for the rest of your life. But you got to meet me. That's a joke. I'm sorry. That was rude. Well, I mean, my reputation is probably ruined for the rest of. It's definitely ruined for the rest of my life. But um, yeah. no, I, I, I did get to meet you, and I'm actually starting to be glad that I did. Aww. That's one of the nicer things anyone's ever said to me. People don't say nice things to you, Captain. I can't imagine why. (laughs) I don't know. I'm such a fucking nice guy to everyone I ever meet always. Can't imagine why. Well, um, you are actually more kind than I expected. Yeah, well, uh, you know how the media likes to... I won't tell anyone, of course. I, I know you want to maintain your reputation as big, scary, <laughs> rah, Captain oh, Elias. Even if you did tell people, nobody would believe nobody you. Nobody would believe me, no. Exactly. I, I don't mind if you do. I honestly don't care. But like I said, you break one law or, you know, someone thinks you broke one law and then there you go. You're down the shitter for the rest of your life. Me, though, I kind of put myself there on purpose. So it's my own fault, really. And, um, well, I have to say, it, it suits you. Yeah? I can't really picture you doing a lawful job, like, um, paper pusher, or retail oh. clerk, or janitor. <laughs> no. No. I, no, no. I'd get fired mm-hmm. immediately. Probably. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know. Well, well, my uh, my life was uh, pretty fucking boring before I decided not to do it anymore and then do a different thing. Well, it sounds like we might have that in common. My life was also quite boring, although um, it sounds like I liked it a lot better than you did. It, yeah, it sounds like you liked your, your brand of boring me. I didn't like it, and then shit went crazy, and then I said, well, fuck it, I'm just fucking pirates now, and then I did. 
I I pirates no well, good the, English. You pirates now, yes. I did pirates, yes. No, I was uh, no, no, I was setting up to do a lot of different shit and then just didn't. Now it's it's piracy and piracy's fine. It doesn't always pay the bills, but uh, what, I don't have bills because I'm a bills? pirate. I was just <laughs> about to say. Yeah, no, oh, I steal I... healthcare. Are you kidding? Well, um, healthcare is, is free in, in most parts of the galaxy. Also, it's you, so uh, I better keep you alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, about that. I still haven't seen a single paycheck. I brought paycheck. healthcare out of jail with me. <laughs> you know, we did just raid a whole abandoned space station. Um, payday! I mean, honestly, all I want at this point is to restock the med bay. Oh, yeah, we'll do that for sure. Yes, um, need to get more potions. I think we've used pretty much all of them, and even the ones we found. I might have a couple left. Well, that's good. I don't. I've used them all on you and the others. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, alright, well, that's all we'll right. It's, it's what they're there for. I'm certainly glad I had them. I am too, cause Much more boy, rough state if I hadn't. I would have been super dead a few times over, actually. Yes, and um, Galva also. Yeah, Galva too. Good god. That was a bad time. That was a really bad time! I never want to see another dead person. Well, dead, living dead zombie person. There we go. For no as long more as I undead. Live. Yes. No more undead persons. What, um, mm -hmm. Captain, what, um, huh. I'm, I'm curious since, since you brought it up, um, what were you doing before you decided, fuck it, I'm a pirate now? Um, working retail. I was working retail. No. <laughs> oh, say no more. I understand completely. No. <laughs> Fast food. Nope. Mm -mm. Well, that's that's not really something that I can talk about too much. But it was very boring, and I hated it. And this is better. And it might have had to do with politics. So yeah, this is actually much better. Oh, interesting. All right. It was not interesting at all. It was boring and I hated it. So like Ao then? I don't really know. Oh. Like Ao's entire thing. I can't honestly compare it to her. But I mean, it sounds like she was kind of being brought up in that sort of a... Groomed, yes. That situation, yes. Her mother sure. sounds like a real piece of work. Yeah, I don't even want to deal with that. I mean... I don't know why people like that reproduce and have children if they're going to treat them like that. Um... I don't know. To train them in politics? Suppose. Make an army of little lawyers? I don't know. It's, it's, no. it's fairies, man. It's, it's the fae. Terrifying. An army of tiny fairy lawyers. Yeah. Yeah, no. I didn't even fucking go to school for politics. Like, this sucks. So I left, and I said, Pirate, yes, I will steal from other people. That's a great idea. Ah, my mother would be proud. As a joke, I don't know if she would be. <laughs> You've said that joke before. Have I really? You have, yes. I need to write new material. What was your mother like? Uh, what? Your mother. You've brought her up a couple times now, I'm curious. Oh, shit. Did I give her a backstory? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <clears throat> I, I what was your through. mother like? Well, she was definitely a person. She was definitely an elf who was alive. When I was born. <laughs> well, yes. I would hope so. <laughs> Wait, is this where the ended trauma comes from? Was his mother a zombie? <laughs> oh god, maybe we're about to find out. 
I'm not going to tell you my mom was a zombie. Quick, Rio, write your mom's backstory. All right, real quick. Mom was a zombie. <laughs> How <laughs> was I born? I don't know. No. I'm joking. <laughs> you asked me, what was your mom like? And I went off on a dumbass tangent. That's okay. Um, no, she she was all right. She was, um, timid isn't the right word, but she was uh, uh, soft-spoken, I would say. Uh, real big heart, like. She loved everybody. Everybody loved her. Just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because I don't. It's been a really long time. She, um, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I'm bad at this. That no, that that's all right. That actually tells me quite a lot. Really? Yes. I said like three fucking things. Well, she was nice and she didn't get loud. She was soft-spoken, but not timid, and she loved everybody. Um, sure, sure. I assume that includes you. Why, well, maybe. I don't know. I can't ask her. <laughs> yes, my mother loved me, and I loved her, too. She sounds like my mother. Yeah? Yes. Oh, they have so much in common out of those two things I said. Well, I mean, you know, you didn't say that she was a horrible tyrant, or that she abused you or beat you, so... No, no, no. She probably could have kicked my ass if she wanted to, but she didn't. I probably deserved it a few times, but... You know, not... I didn't have, like, a bad family life growing up. Everything was fine. And then the Fire Nation attacked. And then the Fire Nation attacked. Oh, that's a fucking plot twist. I'm the Fire Nation. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. How did that happen? I do like how... But I, I don't know. I just kind of like how cagey he is, he is about the subject. Like, out of, like mm -hmm. with Fitch, like, tell me about your mother. I, I'm... Pretty sure it seems like he's lying. It's like, tell me about the what now? What the fuck? Why? <laughs> the what? Why would you want to hear about that? Yeah. My family that loves me. No. <laughs> <laughs> because they're having a nice moment and, and Finch is trying to do small no. talk. Oh my god, we're bonding. Yeah. yeah. No, I just I I just I just like how awkward and KG's Elias is about the subject. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, no, I love it, it too. That's it's great. It does yeah. let on a lot more. That, you know, that he's not willing to talk about the family. Mm -hmm. Or the anything. Or the, or the anything. anything. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't. It's probably the most anyone's ever gotten out of him. Including Reese. Well, damn. Yeah. He didn't tell fucking Reese anything. Are you kidding? Good job, Finch. Yeah. Yeah, Finch. It did it's it. because you're not a prick. And because you know how to close your shirt, unlike fucking Reese. <laughs> they know how to wear a shirt, unlike Reese. <laughs> exactly. I wasn't aware that closing his shirt was a problem. Uh, fuck. Fuck Reese, though. I love Reese. He's great. I love him. He's so I love good. Reese. Anyway, Finch was talking about their mom. Maybe he won't call later. Yeah. Like I was planning. That's fine. Oh, well, Finch needs to get a hold of him. At some okay. Point. Well, go ahead. Uh, Where were we? Talking about moms? So, your mom reminds me of my mom, said Finch. Oh, yes. I mean, that, that was about it, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if they were going anywhere else with that or what. Yeah, they weren't going to go like into super deep detail. You know, they're they're giving what they get essentially. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Unless I decide to be a bitch. I mean. So, were your parents also into the whole dead bodies thing, or is that just you or med medical regular doctors? Like I think you said your sister was doing doctor stuff as well. Yes, my sister was doing doctor stuff as well. Were your parents also creepy? <laughs> <laughs> it had to have come from somewhere. Uh, now it's time for me to make up more backstory for Finch's parents. Uh, On the spot, do it. That's okay, I had to too. Yeah, oh, no, it's fine. Good. 
I can't tell you my backstory. Apparently not. I'm not a high enough level. Fucking cool. Friendship level too low. Eh. Um, let's see. Well, my father had just the sort of average nondescript salary job. Um, you know, salaryman, businessman type thing. You know, he sat in an office for eight hours a day, brought home a paycheck once a week. Um, my mother is a seamstress, actually. She, um, she has her own shop and she, she tailors clothing. Oh, that sounds nice. And she's quite good at it, um, which was good for me because, um, you know, growing up as a changeling is a little awkward. So it was good to have someone in the family who could um, assist with clothing. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. One day you want to be a badger. The next day you're going to be a human, right? Well, no, I, I don't, works? don't typically change into animals. Just, you know, bipedal, humanoid type. Preachers, yes. Yes, thank you yes. for imitating my accent when you said I didn't that. actually mean to. I went into Shane for a minute. No, it's fine. God damn it. <laughs> no. Right, no, I mean, yeah. Uh, seamstress, shop, cool. Um, I did genuinely do mean that. I know it sounded sarcastic, but I think that's nice, you know? Owns her own little store and stuff. Yes. Um, it was her passion when she was younger, so um, the fact that she was able to make it into her, her business and her, her living... Um, made her very happy. Oh, that's good. I'm really doing a deep dive on, on Fench hair, so I'm going to continue. Hope you don't mind me uh, poking at you a little bit more. Uh, well, I, I suppose if you must. I must! I, I really don't have to, but I mean, it's either we talk about this or dead things some more, and I don't want to talk about dead things some more. Oh, well, all right. Ask away, I guess. I'm, I'm being asked questions now. Hey. Before I do ask, though, mm-hmm. has anybody asked Finch, like, why'd you decide to look the way that you look? No. No one's gotten that fucking nope. nosy? Okay. No one well, has gotten that fucking nosy. Here we go, motherfucker. Oh, good. Buckle your dick belt. What does that mean? Whoa. I don't know. Goddamn. What is a dick belt? Why did I say that? <laughs> it's fine. So, wait, has Finch said that he's they're adopted? Yes. I think the crew knows that this is in, in general their their very general history. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So <laughs> if I start getting too nosy and too rude, just let me know and I'll shut up and I'll actually finish this bottle off uh right here and right now. Um I would I would prefer if you didn't do that second thing if That's I That's a joke. You'd... Oh, okay. All right. Or maybe it isn't. I don't know, we'll see. Uh where the night takes us. So you you mentioned once that you were adopted, right? Yes, I'm adopted. That's cute. Is is it? Uh, needed water. Sorry. Oh. Elias takes a big swig of the fireball. Exactly. He takes a swig of the fireball. He chokes on it a bit, <laughs> and then <laughs> and he comes back around. He's like, "So did your parents? They both looked like you did. So that's why you decided to look human." Um. Uh. Well. Or were they like? Orcs? I don't know. I wasn't there. No, um, they, they're both human. Um, Aww. It's actually kind of a funny, stupid story. I like funny and stupid. Right. Well, uh, my mother is very fair-skinned. Um, she has dark hair and eyes and, and very pale skin. And my father is the opposite. Um, he, ha- he also has dark hair and eyes that is very dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. And my sister has, um, has vitiligo. Which um, is, is what? that's the the medical term for this patterning on my skin, where you see these patches of white um, in amidst the the brown. Oh, 
Oh. So um, they, they, they brought my sister to the adoption agency when they were coming to adopt me. Um, is she also adopted? No, um, she, she is their biological child. So the fair, so it's, a, oh, okay. Um, do, do I have... think in his mind, his stupid elf mind, he's like, does light skin and dark skin equal splotched? No, that doesn't make sense. That's stupid. <laughs> that's so hilarious because that's about where we're going to get to. <laughs> so they brought my sister, obviously, to, to meet me when they came to pick me up. Mm -hmm. And um, I, this is the only thing I really remember. I was probably about two years old at the time. Um, you know, normally that's not the age you make lasting memories but i i remember this day basically perfectly because it was a very happy day for me Aww. um so i see my new parents and i see my new sister and in my tiny two-year-old mind i looked at my sister who has dark skin with pale patches and i looked at my mother with her pale skin and my new father with his dark skin and thought oh this must be how human genetics work so at two years old, you thought of the word genetics. No, well, no. I'm playing, um, I'm that playing. That word came later, but, you know, in, in, in my tiny child mind, I thought, okay, this is how, this is how human skin works, clearly. Ah, so that is that why is. I look like my sister. And it wasn't Aww. until I was much older, I realized, no, that, that is not how human genetics work. Um, but by that time, I had already committed, as it were. Um, and that is how I look. That is why I look the way I do. Kind of sweet. Well, I was an idiot child, um, just trying to fit in, so I, I guess. No, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It just sounds like a sweet little thing to me. Because even if you you learned it was like a abnormal thing, I suppose is what you're saying? It's a medical condition that affects... Medical condition. Well, so um, it's a disorder that affects um, skin. It's it's where the um, the skin loses pigmentation. It could affect any human of, of any skin color. It's just obviously more apparent on people with darker skin. Right. Um, well, yeah, but you said you learned later on that it was not something that happens normally, right? Yes. Um, I, I learned it um, in elementary school when Phoebe and I started attending classes. And um, it quickly became apparent to me that, oh, this is not how human children look when their parents have um, different colored skin. We um we had a bit of a rough time mm -hmm. starting out because children are mean little fucks. Hey, yeah, kids suck. Sometimes. I suck it out, though. Um, it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable, but I, I couldn't leave Phoebe to face that all on her own. Right. That's that's why I said it was sweet. You're, you're a great sibling, you know? You're, you're like, well, fuck. Oops, I didn't think this. But then you stuck through it anyway, right? I I suppose. I, I didn't know, and then I learned, and it was like, well... And then you said, fuck it, I'm gonna stay this way anyhow. And the world can suck my cock. You probably didn't say that. No, I, I That's didn't. That's what I would have said. At the age of five years old, or, or the <laughs> elven equivalent. It's, it's, it's fine. You, you know what I meant, though. Right, yes. I, I, I think I could put that together. Yeah. I'm saying you're a little badass. Uh, Captain, I'm taller than you are. I, yeah, you are. You're a tall badass. Thank you. That wasn't fucking, that didn't flow as well. Oh, I suppose it didn't. That's all right. <sighs> well, I can't feel my esophagus anymore. Well, maybe you should slow down on the fireball. Hmm. Or well, you can you chug are it. A doctor. Well, if I can chug it, you are my doctor and you said I can, so I suppose I might. 
He doesn't chug it, but he does take another swig of it. That's fine. Cool. Cool. And then they sit in awkward silence. If Finch and Elias maybe sit in silence for a few more minutes, um, maybe passing that bottle back and forth one or two more times, Finch will excuse themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Captain, this was honestly very nice. Um, I wouldn't mind doing it again sometime. I do, um, I do need to check up on Moot and, uh, on Wilhelm. Well, oh, yeah. Um, they both had kind of, well, Wilhelm had a very rough time and, um, I haven't had Aww. a chance to check up with Moot, so I want to make sure that they're all right. So, um, sure, yeah. I'm going to go do that. And, um, if you want, maybe we can return to this later. Yeah, sounds good. I'm gonna go back to uselessly staring at star charts as if I know what I'm looking at. Yeah! Alright, well, um, good luck with that. Thank you, I'll need it. Uh, catch you later. And yeah, so Finch kind of smiles, maybe mm-hmm. a little awkwardly, but sincerely, and they stand up and they leave the bridge. Bye, nerd. I don't say that out loud. You don't but say I think that out it, loud. I think it loud. Okay. Alright, so, uh... So I'm going to jump ahead just another maybe like two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys get an incoming call from a familiar frequency. A phone call, a phone call. I block it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, I mean, I'm joking. I know. I roll my eyes. <laughs> you block it. That's it. It's done. And then I answer it. And of course, your good friend who you've been talking so much about this session, Reese appears on the screen. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, How's everyone on my favorite ship, the Reliable, doing? I hang oh. up. Hey, your favorite ship, all right. Y'all look like hell. I said I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> he calls back. Okay, I answer. Don't you fucking, fucking greet me like that, you stupid clown. He's what not do you even want? upset because you do this all the time. I definitely do, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh. Crikey, you guys look like hell. No, I don't. No, you definitely look like hell. No, we look great. I thought I looked a lot better. What What have you been up to, mate? Nothing. What are you doing? Well, uh, I was gonna call with a bit of an offer, but I figured we'd catch up first. But if you have no, uh, no interest in talking to your, your, your what friend- What have you been doing? Oh, I've been killing things. Oh, I've, what you been killing? All the things. Reese, I've like, every working. day. I, listen, every I Every time you call me, it's the same thing. What you been doing? Murder. I can't tell you the ins and outs of the things that I do. I'm an information broker. You gotta pay for that privilege. No, I'm saying you're asking me stupid questions. What you been doing? What you think I've been doing? I'm a pirate. Well, uh, Piracy. I mean, on those lines, uh, well, maybe you guys, uh, have heard a bit of the news. I don't know if you guys, uh, hell, for all I know, you guys might be the ones responsible. We ain't been watching the news. No, you haven't heard about, uh, well, uh, well, normally I, I charge for this bit of information, but, uh. If it's just on the fucking news, I can turn it on right well, now. No, You're not that special. No, it's not on the news. It's not on the normal news. They don't announce this stuff across the nebula yet. Oh, it's on the evil news, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the normal news or the evil the news? Secret. secret <laughs> news. Wait, isn't that just Fox News? Oh, God! <laughs> Why would we listen to anything on that news channel? The evil news. To get angry. <laughs> <laughs> what the well, uh, listen, there was a reason, I, a couple of reasons I was calling you. First off, yeah. I kind of wanted to give you guys a bit of a warning. Uh-huh. Since you guys are always uh, causing trouble. Always. You might want to uh, lie low a little bit because, uh, I don't know if you've heard, 
but uh, the Ether Council has called them Meeting of the Alloys. They what? And that way means what to me, out of character? Okay, so Zelias and Galva definitely know who the Alloys are. Okay. Yeah, Galva's already looks like, oh shit. Me out of character, if you've mentioned it, I forget completely. I only mentioned it briefly in the epilogue after Shandrod. Yeah, then I don't remember. <laughs> so, that's, that's fine. Okay. So, the Alloys. The Alloys are ten of the most distinguished and powerful admirals in the Adamantine Authority. It's the major quadrants of the Nebula. So, Galva having a bit of background with the Authority would absolutely know who the Alloys are. And Zelias, you being a uh, notorious pirate, you haven't crossed swords with the Alloys yet. But seeing as how Zelias is very ambitious, it's probably something that he's wanted to do. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about him out of character, so I can't tell you. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, they're 10 of the most distinguished and powerful admirals in the Adamantine Authority that police the major quadrants of the Nebula. Only a handful of them are known publicly, and they only ever come together for major occasions. Okay. Yeah, Galva's kind of sitting up and taking notice at this, and she's like, what what are they calling this for? Well, uh, not quite certain. It's uh, I'm I'm actually in the process of figuring that out for uh, for my I mean the uh, the queen. Oh, the summit's set to happen in the next few days. Where is it happening? Uh, I don't know at the moment, Galva. But I'm I'm working on that. But likely, if if it's not on the Ether Council homeworld, then uh, it's going to be at an undisclosed location. Normally, they only meet when the Ether Council's got some uh, something big that they're keeping under wraps. Right. So I got to figure out what that's about. They're usually sort of left to their own devices. Yeah, they don't really have a lot of oversight. They kind of do their own thing. Yeah, uh, I, I, I see you. Uh, you're familiar. Uh, yes, uh, unfortunately. No. Well, then you, uh, you know that this is kind of a big deal. Also, Galva's kind of glaring at the, at the video like, she's pretty sure he knows why she's a familiar. Yeah, he's he's just kind of goading her yeah. on a little bit to, you know, freely offer up information. Mm-hmm. So he goes, but uh, this kind of comes at a bit of an inopportune time because uh, usually around this time I take my yearly sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, well, I have some work I gotta do now. Oh, and, no, it uh, sucks to be you. I would hate... Well, you know what? I was going to offer you my place at the uh, Zionysis Resort, but if you don't want to go, I mean, I could probably sell my reservation. Mm-hmm. If the captain doesn't want it, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Uh, I was about to say, let's go around the room. Who wants to go to a resort? Finch raises their hand. All right, I guess we're going. Theo also raises her hand. Oh, there's two. <laughs> Galva cautiously raises her hand. Three! So, why don't you guys roll me uh, history to see if you know about this world? Do I want to care? I don't. I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> How did I roll a one? You're already looking to hang up. <laughs> um, honestly, yeah, it's a five total. But because it's Reese, Zelias, I don't know. I feel like he might have heard of this, but it's Reese. And he's just like, oh, he's my best okay. friend, but I want to hang up on him. Galva rolled a four. Oh, Galva sucks too. All right. Woo! Finch rolled a 22. Ayo sucks too! Yeah! Finch is the only place that anyone knows what this place actually is. Ayo got a fucking two? I love it. Okay. I got a five. That's why Finch wanted to go immediately. Finch is like, oh, bath? 
So the world, Zionysis, Finch, you're the only one who knows of this place. <laughs> it's one of those things that like Finch has heard of, but it's like, there's no way I'll ever get to go there because it's Aww. truly that like amazing and it's for rich, rich, rich assholes. Mm. It's like the secret club at Disney World. But yeah, it's a man-made world devoted to relaxation and wish fulfillment. What began as a barren moon adrift without a planet, a cloister of druids came and, through their hard work and more than a little magic, created a floating Eden. This new verdant world eventually caught the eye of land developers who paid an astronomical sum to turn this world into a vacationer's paradise. The druids reportedly used the money to fund a dispensary venture. So, Of course they did. Of course they did. Good. Of course they did. Druids. Are we going to meet some druids? Uh, you might. <gasps> Good. We need to keep one of them so they can grow us cookie plants. So, uh, <laughs> cookie plants. Cookie can bake those, Captain. I was going to say pot, but everyone says pot. So if Reese has tickets to one, because Zionysis is, has all types of resorts. If Reese has a reservation for something, he paid a pretty hefty penny. But Reese being Reese, of course, would absolutely vacation here. What a fucking twat. Listen, he does uh, a lot of good work. I love Reese. He needs to treat himself every so often. This For is where sure. he goes once a year. This is his yearly vacation that his mom is making him cancel, and he's kind of bitchy about it. Oh, oh no. no. So he's trying to at least try to give it to someone that could use it. Oh, no. And okay. So that's, that is why he's calling. He doesn't want to go to waste. Awesome. So three of us don't give a shit, but what does Finch think? Um, ha has anybody ever heard of this place? Huh? No? Um, Finch is looking uh, in, in utter shock. I don't... Doc, it sounds like you've heard of it. It sounds like uh, at least someone on that ship's got taste. Um, <clears throat> we, we kind of have to go. Why? This is like, um, you know how you wanted to find a planet with a beach? God think i mentioned that after i was done almost dying yeah yes um this this is the beach oh okay well that works out then so reese is kind of chin handsing a little bit he's like almost dying huh so what happened and you know we almost died almost died again well i'll tell your old friend reese about it not what, really what, what you got up to why not you know i'll find out eventually hmm isn't it more fun if you find out the hard way it no. is more fun if you find out the hard way, but, but Doc, no, I can no. tell him about my real big kaboom. You could tell him about your very big kaboom, yes. It was a very good kaboom. It was a really... Mm. Oh. And as we all know, the great Captain Elias doesn't waste a chance to feed his ego. Listen, alright, okay, we blew up an entire space station with a fireball and it was great. A space station? It I was full of zombies. About, I haven't heard anything about a space station being blown away. Because it was a derelict space station in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. It was adrift. It had been knocked out of orbit several hundred years ago. All the zombies. Zombie zombies. Really? Yeah, it's gone now, though. Blew it up. Whereabouts was that? You think you could send me the coordinates for that, mate? Um, no. No. Well, well because right. you can just figure it out for yourself, can't you? Finch has their phone out. I think they're already just like <laughs> private texting the coordinates to Reese. You're so smart and full of stuff. You hear his ringtone in the back, and it's just, it's Elias making a dumb sound. Probably. <laughs> 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 or like one of the ones that you, you do, Rio, like when, when Zelias started, like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. 
so that that goes off as his uh, oh look at that thanks doc i appreciate that very much doc <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right i forgive you oh thank you well then it sounds like this came at a pretty opportune time so listen i'm going to go ahead and transfer the reservation into your name and uh it's for a week so enjoy get some rest get some relaxation and for <sighs> the love of god's mate stay out of trouble if the listen i'm being serious if the alloys are meeting even the rest of the big pirate crews in the nebula are laying low a bit so uh now they're all pansies as why. Well. Uh, uh, look, if you don't want to start a war with them right now. At least I don't think you do. You don't know me. Uh, I'm advising Actually, that you don't. You know me very well, so you know what I want to do. I do know. That is why I'm calling you, mate. Do not start anything with the ally. Honestly, at this point, I'm way too exhausted to even consider it. So don't you worry your pretty little biceps at all. Good. Then you go to Zionisis, you recharge for a week, and then after, if you're feeling good, I still don't think you should start a war with the Alloys, but at least uh, at least be a little bit more careful. Well, I don't even know what they're meeting about, so, like, well, why start a war with them? I need more information. I'll get that to you, mate. You yep. gotta give me some time Better. to do my job. I'm, listen, I know I'm a miracle worker, but I'm not that fast. Well, not a miracle worker, then, are you? Well, I am. I, it, oh, listen, oh, it takes oh. me takes me a little bit of time. I gotta, oh, you know, oh. I gotta romance them a little bit, wine and dine, get the information I need. Don't romance you know, them, ew. I just, I gotta do my thing, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even understand the concept of subtlety, mate. I don't even understand why you, why you're giving me grief for doing my job. I because it's you. In your own words, you just blew up a space station with a fireball. In my defense. It turned into a giant head and tried to kill us. There's no defense for you, mate. How are you none. a fucking... You should have seen the head. Uh, <laughs> it was the size of a fucking space station. Well, yeah, because you just said you blew up a space station, mate. Guys, did we record that? Wait, did we record that? Did we record me blowing up a space station really good? No, I believe we were too busy not dying. Fuck. Well, that answers that. Well, at least I have witnesses. Anyway. It was a very good fireball. We'll always yeah, have the memories. I think I blew somebody's power out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure whoever it was, he hates you very much. Yeah, probably wants me dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, listen, you go, you have a good time. Uh, since you obviously don't have taste and know nothing about Zionisis, that place has got pretty much everything you could want. So, uh, you know... Have fun. Don't uh, don't charge anything to my name that I wouldn't. <laughs> and you know I'll find you, right? You you know if you if you pull anything really shitty, you might find me, but you can't do nothing to me. Uh oh, really? You really want to? You really want to stake your I reputation roll on those that mate? Bones. Yeah. You want to roll those bones? What All can right. you do physically to me? Oh, physically to you? I'm not. I wouldn't dream of doing anything physically to Damn you. Damn right, because you know I'll beat your ass into dirt. It's your reputation I could very easily affect. My reputation's already horrible. Oh, I could make it spotless, and you would hate that. Oh, you wouldn't. Oh, I would. That pre <laughs> Nobody that would believe you. That precious bounty of yours, I could call in a couple of favors and just have it go away. You taint. You wouldn't dare. Wouldn't I? <laughs> well, if Zelias isn't interested in having his bounty go away, what, what could you do about mine? You know what, uh, fair. 
Well, you know what? I got news for you, Doc. If you're going to keep hanging around with me, mate, Zelias, like that, me taking away your bounty ain't going to do much. It might just come right back. Which it's means gonna... mine would just come right back, which means your threat is easy. I was afraid you'd say that. Uh, we'll see about that, mate. You you stay in your lane, and maybe I won't uh, call in some favors. <laughs> Captain, we are about to go to a very nice resort. <sighs> All right. And I expect to hear thank you, Reese. You heard him. He looks at Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Doc. Why? Aren't you the captain? Aren't you supposed to be taking the initiative, taking one for the team? You transferred it to Doc's account, didn't you? I'm transferring it to your account. I don't want it. <laughs> you just get a notification that it's in your account. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'll be waiting for that heartfelt thanks once you, once you unwind a bit. You know, I'll just, right now, so I get it out of the way. Thank you, Reese. For the nice vacation. Yes, thank you very much, Now, was that so hard? Now, go fuck yourself. And I hang up. (laughs) (laughs) You get a a message on the screen. It's just a middle finger emoji. (laughs) Followed by a heart. I I also send a middle finger followed by a heart. (laughs) Oh my god. I love them. (laughs) Stupid brick. They're precious. Oh my god. They're the worst. (laughs) But yeah, so the uh, the resort is one of the beachside resorts on Zionisis. Yay! And you can go ahead and chart a course when you're ready. Well, all right. Are we ready we to do chart a course? I'm so ready, we Captain. We do it. I say out loud for some reason. Yes! So, fortunately, it does not take you too long to get Yay, there. Yay! Because we're in space. And Zionisis is every bit the paradise world it is marketed as. Hotels and resorts of all kinds can be found from beach resort to ski resort. Since the moon has no orbit to speak of, a system of spells and technique creates an artificial sun and atmosphere that ensures that the beach resorts are hot, the ski resorts are cold, and everywhere else is perfectly temperate. The seas are a crystalline blue, almost sapphire in color, the land is a lush green, and the sky's color change in hue based on what is most aesthetically pleasing for the resort. Hmm. Thanks to potent and refined weather controls. The, uh, the beachside resort that Reese's reservation was for is a resort called Oasis. It's much more private than most of the other beachside resorts and boasts a truly staggering amount of amenities. So anything you guys really need, you should probably be able to find. All the booze. <laughs> Save money for the other things we need. Sandwiches. Booze and sandwiches. Got it. <laughs> There is a private spaceport adjacent to Oasis for their very discerning clientele. You guys won't have to worry too much about concealing your identities because everyone who comes here, especially to Oasis, likes to keep their business private. And Oasis prides itself on its privacy. Brad. So unless you start walking around blowing up buildings... Swinging your dick around. No promises. Yeah. So in other words, if you don't start none, there won't be none. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> so there will be some, is what you're saying. I can't <laughs> wait to see the plot mechanisms Ant has in place to make Zelaya start some. <laughs> I say knowing full well, you're going to start some, and there will be some. Ant has decided already <laughs> that he's going to attack us with ninjas. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't worry. Oh, not ninjas? Alligators. No, not... <laughs> Uh, alligator ninjas, actually. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fuck. So on that note, what would you guys like to do? Because aside from social linking, I know you guys have a bit of a laundry list of things you would like to do. 
The list of things we probably need to do. I don't know if there's anywhere we could sell the magic nonsense to. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say there is one of, it's not a resort, but there are several large marketplaces Mm-hmm. That are essentially like, you know, if you go to Disney World, there was like the boardwalk and stuff like that where, you know, people could come and buy and sell and there's all types of high-end goods. You could absolutely sell your wares at, at reasonable prices here if you want to try and haggle for more. You absolutely can. Uh, Galva, I know that you have been wanting to do some blacksmithing. Yes, you have no idea. No idea. There are some professional forges. Yes. On worlds for people to, you know, every now and then an adventure does manage to stay here. A lot of the stuff that they make is mostly like ornamental ceremonial stuff, you know, for rich people. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking to forge something practical, there is a very good chance that they will leap at the opportunity to make something that isn't jewel encrusted and stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're going to leap at the chance. She's making it. Let her have the forge. I'm, oh, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that you won't be able to. They'll just be happy to have their forge make something that isn't fucking stupid. Okay. Oh Stay out of her way. God. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, you guys are are free to do whatever you like. There is a bit of a dress code in that you don't want to walk around in in all of your gear because that's going to draw more attention. So. You are encouraged to go shopping and get some uh, some resort clothes if you don't already have them. All right, probably don't. I guess that's the first stop. I have my yeah. casual guy MCU costume <laughs> that I can put on. <laughs> my civilian fucking costume. Yeah, your incognito civilian costume. I'm hold on. I'm gonna make a quick roll here. Because Honestly, if it's like a it's like a hoodie sweater, if it's gonna be if we're in a hot place at the beach, he's not gonna wear that. I was gonna say because you're gonna look like a homeless man. That's fine. You got a problem <laughs> with homeless men? No, I don't the, have these a problem. People with that, problem but yeah. these people might be like, why is this vagrant walking around the? Also, we don't have to be as incognito. And also, give us some fucking outfits for Zelaya. Like, we need all the skins for all the characters. Let us unlock some. Um. Yeah, Rio, come on. He's just going to dress casual, guys. That's his personality. Sorry. I mean, that's fine. He's not going <laughs> to wear stupid island bullshit. Just like graphic tee and jeans. Yeah, exactly. Your captain's no fun, guys. No, hey, fuck no he's not. Finch is going full dad. They'll be wearing a Hawaiian shirt and khaki shorts with socks. Oh, God. And sandals. And socks sandals. And sandals. Yep. Yes! I'm leaving you yes. on yep, the yep. fucking planet. <laughs> They might be convinced to switch to a sarong of some kind later, but we'll see. Are they going to wear dad sunglasses? What are dad sunglasses? Yes. Like those Ray-Ban things? Oh, no, no. I was thinking more like aviators. I was picturing aviators. Oh, aviators, yes. Aviators, yes. That's what I was thinking of. Which is something Zelias would wear. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So you're going to go full Disney World dad. Yes. Got it. Nightmare. (laughs) This is your doctor. Zelias, you're going to do, what, graphic t-shirt and jeans? He's going to do jeans and not a t-shirt, probably a like a light button up that he's going to roll up at the elbows. Okay, so a little bit some so some Miami Vice almost. Sure. He doesn't <laughs> wear short sleeves. Okay. That's fine. Or short pants. Right. No, that's fine. He has his reasons. I'm actually honestly he could probably pull off a good Miami Vice look. Let me try to show you what I mean. Tell me what you mean cuz I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So like slacks, maybe a t-shirt or something, but like a blazer? Nah. With the sleeves a little rolled up? Not a blazer. No? Okay. 
I'm not feeling blazers. That's fair. It feels like it's too hot. Okay. But I dig it. Maybe right. on a different planet, he'll go with this dumb shit look. <laughs> okay. So, um, Ao, <laughs> what is your resort attire? Uh, fuck if well, I know. I'm... We'll come back. Galva, you got any idea? I'm wondering if I should just go full fan service. Do like the bikini with the sarong. Just, I mean, you said that they kind of stay out of people's business here. So. Yeah, they're very good at preserving the privacy of their clientele, provided that their clientele doesn't go around exploding things. Yeah. Doesn't be stupid. Yeah. And like, if it's nice and warm here, then yeah, she wants to feel the sun. So fuck it. Okay. Yeah, and Finch might switch it up eventually because they do like the bright colors and sarongs are nice. But it's a dad look for now. So you unfortunately are going to have to pay a little bit of the resort tax. These outfits are not going to be the cheapest, so a thousand credits. Okay. Fucking Reese. I assume, like, because of the pink tax, the women's are, like, the least amount of fabric, but, like, they cost the most. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they only sell brand name stuff here, so. Of wow, course. space is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> commerce is bullshit this is based on life on earth yeah i thought we were better than earth no. I thought this was the fantasy space feature where things are actually good no capitalism still exists there has to be some evil on the galaxy uh, fine yeah <laughs> okay well now i have a question though what if finch wears sandals without the socks how much money will that save us you'll actually be charged more <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> okay I tried, guys. You have to have a look. Okay. Well, their look is Disneyland Dad. There you go. Disneyland Dad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so once you guys have your appropriate attire, you are free to do whatever you want. The room that you have at Oasis is a suite with several bedrooms, so you guys don't necessarily have to share or anything like that. It has a kitchen, four bedrooms. There is a veranda overlooking the beach access to like you know the sauna the hot springs or whatever things like that at the resort every every sort of amenity you need is going to be there also this is included in the thousand dollar tax but wilhelm absolutely wants sunglasses and a straw hat fine finch will buy wilhelm a second pair of sunglasses and a new straw hat yeah these are his vacationing sunglasses yes exactly any ideas on ao scott or did you want to keep thinking on it I'm, like, looking through a thing here to find something. Okay. Okay. We could come back to it. This way you guys Mm -hmm. can start doing your stuff. Yeah. So, I know Finch wanted to buy uh, med bay supplies. Yes. Were you looking for anything in particular? Aside from just stim packs? Just, um, generic medical stock. I think they actually, they used the supplies on the ship to make stim packs. Mm Mm-hmm. Before we went off on our zombie adventure. Okay. So they need to restock that so that they can make more stim packs in the future. And also, they would like to buy just some some potions. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say that, uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to clean a place out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think you could reasonably get enough, if you want to note down, enough to make another eight stim packs. Just enough materials to make them. Okay. And then you could probably get yourself another eight ready-made stim packs. It's going to cost you 1,500 credits. For 16, well, essentially, six, are these just like regular potions? I feel at this point you guys are up to the greater healing to do any type of reasonable mm-hmm. heals. That okay. makes sense. That seems more reasonable. That price seems more reasonable then. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking for greater healing. Because I, I feel like regular potions, like while they're good in an emergency, they don't give you the 
a decent amount of HP back. Right. Yeah. In comparison to the amount of damage you guys normally sustain. Yes. You do yeah. hurt us plenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my job. Uh, that's your job. Hurt you physically and emotionally. You're very good at it. I so, try. Sorry, one more time. You said it was for 1,500? 1,500 credits. You get eight ready-made and then uh, supplies to make another eight. Okay. Great. I have these now. You have those now. Well, Finch is happy, guys. Good. Time to enjoy the beach. Yeah. And then as you are walking back from, you see a seven-story bookstore. (gasps) (laughs) So I guess we're not seeing Finch for the entire rest of this arc. (laughs) I guess this is where they live (laughs) now. That's fine. Honestly, Zelias will be in there half the time, too. It's just books, books, and more books. It's just a big old book repository. Where the books go? That's where all the books go. All of them. They're all there. And uh, so what else would you guys like to do? Let me yep, see. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's very oh, cute. Like that. It's got a yeah. nice little, what's that thing called? F- robe. I, Fuck. What? Wow. I was like, what thing are you talking about, Rio? I'm, There's a lot of things. There, there are a lot of things. Yeah, a little beach cover up is what they call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that works. Uh, honestly, I think AOs might be a little uh, lighter color. Yeah. Like an AO color. Like a purple, maybe? Or a pink? Like a lavender purple? Like, like a, yeah, a lavender purple edging on pink. I like that. That sounds cute. All right. Sounds good. All right. So what else do you guys, you guys have a bunch of stuff to sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to sell all of it now or, I mean, you know, keep some of it or. Maybe let's work that out like throughout the week or something rather than sure. use up the, the rest of yeah, no, that's that's fine. I'm just I'm just saying, like, you don't have to dump all of your loot here. I was just giving, letting you know that you that's you know, you could save some for another place or you that's know. true, sure. Because these are like a rich people, so some of the like, for example, the the cane and the shield of expression could very easily be marketed as some bullshit centerpiece. <laughs> I like yeah, that. like some, yeah. some in- interesting curios and oddities. Yeah, yeah, good point. What does the one scales do again? What was the what? The Wand of Scowls that we have? It forces someone to scowl, I think. Wand of Scowls. This wand has three charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges and target a humanoid you can see within 30 feet of you. The target must succeed on a DC 10 charisma saving throw or be forced to scowl for one minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's nice. <laughs> it just makes them cranky. Me. It makes them look cranky. I have an idea for that one. Do we have ideas? What if we cast it on fucking Wilhelm? Why? What I'm thinking <laughs> is you take this like outside, say like a poker place, poker hall. No. You can hawk it there. It's like the ultimate poker face. Oh shit. Hmm. Interesting. What if we just keep it? Are there any like gaming halls in here? Yeah, there's casinos and shit. Hmm. All right, then I guess Ao wants to go sell that. That is not a terrible idea. But we'll uh, we'll worry about that in a bit. Yeah. We could do the uh, the selling throughout the uh, the week. So what um what else did you guys need to do? Out of curiosity, it does need to hit up uh, essentially Whole Foods, right? But like, would it that be cheaper to do off planet outside of the super high resort tax? Yes, if you want to, if you wish to stock up on rations and supplies and food and whatnot for the ship, it's mm-hmm. going to be noticeably more expensive here. Okay. I have a question. Hmm? 
If we charge things to the room, does Reese have to pay for it? Uh, <laughs> he is going to make sure you guys. He transferred it. it to my account. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely knows Elias. <laughs> I'm sure Elias has tried to do this before. Uh, he succeeded <laughs> on doing it before. We did it before yes. on that other planet. Oh yeah, on Ricardo Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I think Zelias is smart enough to know that that trick's not going to work twice on Reese. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, because because yeah, if this happens again, Reese will not only get the money back, but he will charge interest. Oof. Yeah. Not that I'd pay it, but you know. <laughs> I mean, let's let's just try to stay on Reese's good side. We send each other heart emojis. We are on each other's good side so hard. <laughs> <laughs> We're bestest, best, best friends. For some reason. Uh, yep. Honestly, Ao might want to hit the gym just to use some actual workout equipment instead of whatever she can improvise in the moment. All right, sounds good. I mean, there's definitely going to be some uh, some people there, you know, showing off as alpha males are wont to do at the gym. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, like you're all free. You guys don't all have to stay together either. You guys are free to do whatever you want. So. Besides selling things, Galva, again, has a whole list of things that she wants to work on at the Forge. Um, she also did say that she wanted to fix Truckkun, which we had estimated at 4,000 credits. Um, I feel like she has to put that as second priority. I also don't know if there's a good spot on a resort world to do mechanics anyway. We're also on vacation. Fucking vacay. Okay, but... What's relaxing? <laughs> Let's fix the fucking car some other time. Uh, sleep is relaxing. Well, then you can go find her at the forge and tell her to do more relaxing, because she's going to make you a new sword. Like you asked her to. What a bro. Yeah. Aww. I forgot. So you don't have to tape a wand to your don't fucking have to sword. <laughs> duct tape the flashlights of my gun like in Doom 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, how long is your list? Galva, things that you want to make. I'm just out of curiosity. Right. I'm not saying we're going to do it right now. Okay. I'm just so, wondering. Top of the list wouldn't be making things. It's just that we have a lot of raw materials that need to be sort of reprocessed, like that huge lump of mithril, okay. the adamantine dwarven armor. All right. I mean, we could do all that stuff like off the podcast. What I want to know is what are you actively trying to make? Okay. Well, there's a sword for Zelias, which okay. we need to. <laughs> combine the magic wand with his current sword of flashlight <laughs> okay that was the sword of moon touched cutlass is what it is yeah the moon touched yeah. cutlass right yes. all right so what, what was the wand again what was the i don't remember uh maybe it's in my items it's like your magical focus thing yeah my last focus was my my last sword which i broke oh, that... trying to open a drawer with it Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's right. You did do that. So, I don't know if we want to take Dumb. the magic part of that cutlass and this fucking... I think it was like a gem in the it, hilt. It might have been. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you said it was a gem in the hilt. I remember. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad you remember. Okay, I found the wand. It is the plus one wand of the war mage. While holding this wand, you gain a plus one bonus to spell attack rolls. In addition, you ignore half cover when making a spell attack. Ah, that one. That one. All right, so you want to combine that with the moon-touched cutlass and the arcade focus from the broken cutlass, correct? Correct. Which I don't think had any sort of special 
attributes. It was just a thing I had. I, mean, I think the wand itself can act as the arcane focus. Sure. But I think Zelias is sentimental about his old sword and wants to yeah. keep a chunk of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fair. All right. So aside from that, <clears throat> uh, I also know that you wanted to upgrade Facet mm -hmm. with Michelo's shark tooth. Yeah, we didn't bring that up in front of the others yet. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm doing it now. Okay. For the sake, sake of moving things along. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I want to get to a, a certain point where I can I can leave you guys sure. off. Okay. I mean, we, we can also, like, cover this later, too, if it's necessary. Well, no. This, uh, some of this stuff, especially for the, the key equipment, is important for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I did also want to... Galva's overdue for an armor upgrade. Like, her fighter AC is significantly below where it should be because of the different system we're using here. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how she's going to upgrade her armor capabilities right now, but she's got to do it. Okay. So what I want you to do for Zelias's sword, I want you to roll a mechanics check and an arcana check. Okay. Do the mechanics with it. Actually, do them both with advantage. You are an experienced blacksmith and you do a lot of magic weapon stuff. So these are both with the tools, right? Yeah. All right. You should already actually already have advantage with those, right? No. But I get to add my proficiency bonus twice with, with, with my tools, right. so. That's right, okay. All right, mechanics first. Okay, so mechanics is a 24. Damn, okay. Arcana is going to be 17. Okay, I'm going to make a quick roll here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm rolling to make sure, like, the for the, the integrity of the material, if it, like, keeps up through the process. Mm hmm So, okay. All right. So, Alva, you very excitedly find a, a forge, and I think the person behind the forge is a just sort of a gruff-looking orc mm -hmm. who just looks very done with his job. <laughs> because he's, you know, he sees you coming up, and you're dressed for vacation, and he's just like, Hi, what can I do for you? Uh, if you're looking for anything jewel-encrusted, you're going to have to come back tomorrow. I have to meet with my jeweler later. But I think when you express that you would like to have something practical made, he's interested in talking out the details. Oh, awesome. Because, I mean, again, he makes just ornamental shields and armor and, and things that aren't meant to see any type of actual combat. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, how do you approach this guy? I think when he, he tries to, to brush her off, um, ac actually, I, I mean, if, if, if you have something else to do, I, I, I was sort of hoping I could make use of it my, myself. I, 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 I've got, I, my, my team, we, our, our equipment, it needs upgrading. So he looks at you very skeptically, like you, you want to use my forge. <laughs> Now, Galva, as a blacksmith, I'm sure you know the etiquette of just coming up to another blacksmith and asked to use his forge. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, uh, that's a little bit of a faux pas. That's part of the reason why she's a wilting lily in front of this orc, yeah. even though she's like towering over him. By the way, he's like five foot and just, he's built like a keg. The tiniest orc <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, he's just stout and kind of cranky and he just looks at you and he's like, you want to use my forge. All right. What are you looking to make, huh? Like a, a pretty a hair tie or something? So, 
since words tend to not be her strong point, she's going to go ahead and take Facet off of her waist, still in its sheath, and set it on the counter. Or where are they talking? Or is this like he's at his counter? Okay, yeah. So she sets it on the counter, and she sort of. I think since she does speak it, she is going to switch to Orkish because she knows some of the language that might help convince him that, yeah, she gets not just forge etiquette, but also, like, Orkish forge etiquette. Okay. Interesting. Oh, she does know Orkish. That's right. Yeah, she does. And I think she's going to say to him, I, I apologize, ask you to step aside, but I've not had the opportunity properly repair our weapons in some time okay roll me persuasion with advantage okay 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 that is a 15 okay so he is a little surprised that you are speaking to him in orcish because anyone who ever comes around here only ever really speaks common Mm mm-hmm so the fact that you're showing enough reverence to speak to him in his native dialect does catch his attention. And then he takes a look at Facet. Do you take it out of its sheath or do you just untie the sheath and lay it out so he can look at it himself? I think she lays it out and trusts him to be able to draw it and take a look at it without like right. banging it on the counter or anything. Yeah, no. He looking at the scabbard, he he doesn't there's no visible reaction, but when he draws the blade even though it's broken, there is a glimmer of recognition of quality. Mm-hmm. And he turns it about, obviously he sees that it's broken, and he looks at you, he's like, you make this? I, yes, I, I have worked on it. Working on it and making it are two different things. Did you make this? Well, that's, that's an interesting story, actually. I... I'm not sh- I think my father made it. Hmm. He turns it over in his head. He feels the heft of the guard and the hilt. And he runs his thumb in an experienced way across the blade, testing its edge. And he actually winces. He sees that it, draw- it draws blood. And he's like, hmm. He's like, he notices that you, even though that it's broken, you've kept it well-maintained. So he says, God, well, so you're looking to reforge what your old man made huh well i've been working on it bit by bit it's he he holds up a hand to kind of actually to kind of stop you and he says you you don't have to tell me every weapon has its story believe me of course you got tools she excitedly starts pulling out her tools from um i think some of them she tends to keep on the ship, but she went ahead and packed them in the bag of holding. Oh, okay. okay. So she's kind of Mary Poppinsing them all out right now. Pulling them out of hand. I didn't realize she had, a, she had a bag on or something, and she's like pulling shit out of her bikini. I'm like, the fuck are you keeping <laughs> that, Galva? Hammer space. Oh, yeah, between the cleavage. She still kept her yeah. sword on her belt, like, yeah. or Fair. on the sarong, I guess. But, like, yeah, the rest of it's starting to come out of the bag of holding. The literal hammer space. So I think as you start laying everything out, he lets out a hearty laugh. He's like, oh, all right, all right. Look, I get it. You don't have to show me all your tools. I'm sure they're well cared for. Uh, I don't normally do this, but uh, I'll tell you what. I'll let you use it, but uh, you're going to have to do me a bit of a favor. I, and anything, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you letting me use this. 
So I usually do most of my forging after hours so that people don't bother me because, uh, you know, people like the novelty of seeing an old school blacksmith in this space age doing his business. Mm. Doing his business. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. But I, uh, you know, I do make some extra credits doing some live demonstrations of my work as I forge it. Tell you what, since you're a tall drink of water, why don't you take my spot? And uh, next show is going to be on about an hour. You fill my spot for that time so I can get a rest from having to deal with all these idiots and gawkers. And uh, you'll have free reign of the forge to make what you got to make. Galva looks like she's the most conflicted she's ever been. You did say you would do anything. Yes, and she meant it. <laughs> so I think she swallows real hard and she says, All right, I'm, I, I am great at shows. <laughs> I, I would love to give a demonstration to lots of people. Roll me deception. <laughs> Oh, Galva. This is the best oh. part. Holy shit, 15. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> he rolls this with advantage. <laughs> you want to know something? I think he's like, he's just glad to not have to do it for a day. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you know, come on back. Uh, we got the lead aprons back here if you need it. You know, you don't really look like you're dressed for it, but yes, I mean, hey, they made me if wear you want to do it like that, I'm sure more people will come. Uh, uh, Fair enough. I don't care either way. I'm going to go get a drink. Oh, boy. I don't know. Does Galva want to call for backup? She's a big grill. She can handle it. I think she's a little too proud to call for backup, but I absolutely encourage you guys to stumble upon this scene. Well, what I was going to say is, um, <laughs> so I imagine since we, we already rolled for it, you you work on Zelias' sword first. Yes. So as you gear up to do the live demonstration, there was a, a pretty, you know, it's sort of like you would see at a Red Fair where they do, you know, the blacksmithing demonstration. There's a, there's a small crowd and, you know, people are like looking at pamphlets and whatnot. Like they're excited. Like, oh, I wonder what the what he's going to make today. And then Galva steps out. <laughs> <laughs> and just Galva showing up. And I imagine Galva doesn't even, does Galva address the crowd or does she just get to work? I feel like she stands there for a moment like, oh, this is, I should be saying something. I, I this is probably where I should give an introduction. And she stands there <laughs> and she gives up <laughs> and goes to work. <laughs> but yeah, I think when you first show up, they're like, oh, this, like, uh, there's probably a couple of people who have done this before. And they're like, oh, she's new. Is, is she, is she here to announce what the blacksmith is going to be making or? And then you just kind of Napoleon Dynamite your way over to the forge and start working. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And they're confused at first, but then, like, Galva, you start working, and you are just all muscles and sweat, and you're hammering away, and you happen to glance up partway through the process, and what started as, like, 15 people has turned into 100. Oh, oh no. no. Right. She looks back down. <laughs> and, and back down? <laughs> yeah. Just pretend they're not there. Just focus on the work. Yeah, and like, you <laughs> spot people, they're like hurriedly texting like, oh my god, the new blacksmith, holy shit, you guys need to come see this. 
Off to the side, though, is the orcish blacksmith who didn't leave the show, but he is in the corner drinking, watching you with some considerable interest. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is for Zelias' sword, you do succeed in the forging process. You have managed to transfer the gem that was a spell focus. Actually, I think you just sort of swapped the hilt, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you also managed to incorporate the magic of the wand. So now this is a plus one moon touch scimitar. Okay. Nice. That also It's a cutlass. Oh, cutlass, sorry. A plus one moon touch cutlass, and it also you also gain the plus one bonus to spell attack rolls. And you're also able to ignore half cover when making a spell attack. So basically all of the wand's properties are transferred to the cutlass, and it is a now a plus one cutlass. I'm gonna say, just as a bit of flavor, since I was I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I've been waffling on whether or not she puts her family seal on, like, the stuff she works on. Okay. But I think one thing that she might want to do as just sort of a personal touch, and also because she has been working with giant runes, Mm -hmm. I think she's going to go ahead and etch the giant room for dragon on the the top of the blade, near where it meets the hilt. Okay, on the flat. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so sounds good. Fuck yeah. So yeah, when you're done, you, you hold up. After you know, you put the blade in the uh, in the water for it to cool down from the forging process. Mm-hmm. You know, the hiss of steam rises from the barrel, and then you draw out a gleaming moon touch scimitar that just kind of glows with that iridescent light. And people are just ooing and eyeing, like, "Oh man!" She's still not looking at how many people have arrived by now. There's a lot, but there are people absolutely like clapping and uh, a couple of people already kind of going to the counter looking to place orders so then now it's time for you to work on facet all right i need you to do the same thing uh mechanics and arcana please yeah and i want to if i can give a little bit of flavor right now yeah go ahead delicious Mm -hmm. because as i said as galva said it has been pretty finicky about what it wants incorporated into as it gets repaired Mm mm-hmm and I think Galva kind of stares at her sword for a second, and she's like, you know, I still think you're fucking with me. And she kind of holds up the giant shark tooth that she pulled out of her own ribs. Because I, I hope you realize this isn't something that normally goes into swords. You do realize that, right? <laughs> you're saying that's a facet? Yes. Talking to okay. a sword. In front of about 100 people. <laughs> I want to be clear. There should not be any sort of language response here. Yeah, no, so so you hear people like in the crowd going, she communes with her weapon before she forges it. That's amazing. And then you just hear one person go, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> but this is what you want, so I'm going to make this work, all right? I just want to be clear that if this, if this doesn't turn out well, this is your fault. <laughs> I'd also like to point out so Niccolo's tooth is stained a little bit with your sort of that mercury tinted kind of silveryish blood mm-hmm. from the one that you pulled out like you've cleaned it since obviously because it would be weird if you didn't yeah but it has somehow managed to stain the the bone mm. so cool go ahead make me some rolls so mechanics is again a 24 and thank fucking Christ for advantage because the other one rolled on that one Oh, oh wow. my god. Oh man. I shouldn't have mouthed out to my sword. Your sword turns into a shark. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Oh no. Actually, Fitch is gonna have a problem with that. Nobody would expect it though if you start beating him to death with a fucking shark. Uh, uh, uh. That's true. <laughs> Hold 
Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Arcana is a 25. Oh, damn. Holy shit. Oh, shit. That's better than a 1. Yeah. That is all proficiency from the pools, by the way. Radical. So I think you turned the tooth over in your hand, and I think you spent quite a, uh, a number of hours wondering how you're going to forge this tooth into the blade. And I think what you ultimately decide on doing is, with a mortar and end pestle, mm-hmm. with your giant strength, you crush the tooth up until it's a, a fine powder. I grind the bone to make my bread. You grind the bone to make <laughs> your bread. Oh, you sure make do. Make your sword. Like a proper giant. Yes. 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 And you, you mix it with some other reagents, mm-hmm. some gold dust, things like that. Things that, that are known to really draw out magic. Until it creates almost like this fine, almost like ash. You heat it up over the forge, and then you sort of, it's almost like you're seasoning the blade with this. Mm-hmm. After you heat up the, the broken metal of facet, you start to liberally sprinkle this along the length of the blade. And when you hammer it in with your smithing hammer, bright crimson sparks fly from the blade with each strike. Blood shark. Yes, blood shark. And as you pound out the metal, the length of facet starts to get a, you know, a little bit longer as you add the material to the blade. Mm-hmm. And you hammer it out. And with the final strike, there is a flash of light. And when you're done, you hold up the blade. And previously, the sword just looked like a, a normal metal blade. When you turn it in your hand, when the light catches the very edge of the blade itself, it looks like there is a crimson line that runs from hilt to the very tip, right along the, the edge of the sword. And you could feel that the sword itself has gotten stronger. So mechanically, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, right now your sword does what, 1d6? It does 1d6. It now does 1d8. Yes. And on crit, whenever you crit, you cast bleed on your opponent. I love it. The affected creature must make a constitution saving throw. The constitution save is going to be 16. So if I fail, they are affected with bleeding. They just bleed some. Yeah. They take damage every turn, right? They take damage every turn. And also, I should point out that bleeding does stack. Oh, holy oh. shit. So if, if you multi-crit on a really powerful enemy, the bleeding does stack. So they'll, they'll be taking more and more damage each time. All right. All right. And so when you hold it up, everyone is like, at this point, like clapping. Like, I, honestly, you've been working on this. The show ended like 45 minutes ago, but the crowd did not disperse. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> because apparently hot woman working on sword is everyone's aesthetic. Hot giant woman. Hot giant woman working on weapons. I do not blame them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody in this universe is thirsty for giant women. Yeah. Yo, right? <laughs> and they're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Zelaya's ex is a giant woman. <laughs> so yeah, I think when you hold it up, a sort of hush comes over the crowd before they just start, like, people taking pictures, they're clapping, they're like... Oh, like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, we want to place orders. We want her to make stuff for us. Oh god. And people are already rushing the counter. And the orcish smith is like, come back tomorrow, we're closed. He he quickly shutters up shop because the demand is just, it's getting out of control. And he he kind (laughs) of grabs you by the wrist and he pulls you to the back. He's just like, the hell did you just do? I, I fixed, I fixed my sword a bit. Uh, uh, yeah. 
no, you did something. He's like, don't think I didn't see the rune you carved into that cutlass. He's like, those are giant runes. Well, yeah, I have a bit of giant blood myself. No shit. Duh! As, <laughs> Why is he so surprised as then? He looks, well, I'm not even there and I'm mad. Giant runes are much more rare than giant blood. Giants not speak giant runes? No, it's it's the, the magical stuff. Like, giant magic is, oh. is a lot more, like, important to, you know, it's a lot more scarce than just really, really tall people. Okay, okay. So he's just like, you know giant magic? And you're just flaunting that shit around? You're crazy. I mean, I, I mean this is this is how I, I work. Is it really that bad? All right, look, I, it's not bad. I mean, I gotta tell you, in all my years of life, I've never seen work like that. That was, there's no, I'm gonna have to close up shop because there's never, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to top that unless you want to work here forever. No, I had other plans. Um, uh, I, yeah, no, I, believe me. Honestly, you, no, you, this might be the best thing that ever happened to me because I want to get the hell out of this shithole myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you look, what you did out there, people are going to start taking notice. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If anything, people with quality arms like that in this nebula are tough to come by. So, you know... You get an opportunity to make something for somebody. If they're willing to pay for it, you take that opportunity, one smith to another. But fair warning, whoever you make it for, make sure that they're the discerning sort because there's a lot of people out there with money that would pay and do a lot of awful things just to get their hands on what you just made. Well, I wasn't actually planning on doing this sort of work for money. Oh, I mean, maybe if I was desperate, but... All right, well, at least it sounds like you got some sense. All right, look. Uh... Gala looks a little flattered. People don't usually say that about her. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Look, uh, that crowd out there isn't going to die down anytime soon, so I hope you don't really have any place to be for a couple of hours. If you got more work to do, you're free to use this place as you need it. I, I mean, there's a few things I was thinking of working on, um... For now, I can see what I can just bang out in front of them, I guess. Phrasing. Uh, uh, I, I realized, but I meant more like the hammer banging. I know. Um, no, it, it's a, look, it's a, it's a joke. All right. Look, I, I'll see what I can do to get some of these guys away, but uh, you might have to make a couple of quick orders if you, uh, if you got no place urgently to be just to get some of these people off my back. Honestly, I'll give you the money. I'm not looking to profit off of your no, hard work. I honestly, I would love to. It's been a while since I've been able to sit and work like this. All right. Uh, I mean, glad to have you for at least a little bit. Uh, you never told me your name. Um, Galva. She thinks about it and she's like, this is a blacksmith. He might have heard of this name. But also, it might not be a bad thing. So she just goes ahead and gives him her full name. Galva Lithos. So, the Lithos family name, I mean, Sid is a blacksmith, right? Yeah. Of considerable renown? Yeah, he's the... He is fairly well known. Like, a little more myth I would than, say especially like... <laughs> in, in smithing circles. Yeah. yeah. So when, when you say you give your full name in Lithos... He kind of looks at you incredulously and he goes, Lithos, you by any chance uh, related to Obsidian Lithos? 
I might be in the same family. I think he's giving you a look like might be in the same family. <laughs> like really? Maybe. All right. No, look, I, I, whoever he is to you, is he all right? Because he hasn't put anything out for a long time. And the stuff that Obsidian used to make is the stuff of, you know, blacksmith's dreams. That is a good question. How how long does he mean by um for a long time? At least a few years. As far as you know, before Galva left home, he was putting things out. Mm-hmm. After she left, though, I mean, she kind of obviously fell out of touch with her folks a little bit. Yeah, the last she heard was what Reese said. Right. So if he hasn't put anything out for a few years, that would sync up to about when she initially left to join the Adamantine oh, Authority. That was what I was afraid of. Last I, I heard, he was doing all right. Oh. Must just be a sign of the times, I suppose. He heaves a sigh of relief. He's like, good. Uh, Obsidian's one of the best smiths out in the in the nebula. And I, if anything happened to him or he, he stopped making anything for for a bad reason, uh, it'd be a shame. You know, he's a he's a treasure. You know, blacksmiths like me only, you know, aspire to be even a, a fraction as, as good as he is. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. If you uh, if you manage to get in touch with him anytime soon, you know, let him know that the blacksmithing community is worried about him. You know, I'm not the only one. Uh, others in, uh, across the guilds, across the nebula are wondering, you know, when is his next piece going to make its debut? We all like to learn from him. If I happen to get in touch with him soon, I will certainly ask him. All right. Good. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, I'm going to leave you to it. I Because you hear people outside, like, banging on the shutters. Jesus. <laughs> well, because usually after shows, you know, people will place orders, and he very abruptly closed up. He's, oh, yeah. So he's like... <laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> I need to ask his name. Ask his name! I need a name for my notes, please. Galva's actually pretty bad about asking names. Like, that's not a player thing, but, like, a character thing. But I think... Oh, no. She's like, oh, um, if I do happen to speak with him, um, who should I say has been asking about his work? She says, awkwardly trying He laughs. He's like, oh, if Obsidian knows my work, uh, I've I'd be amazed, but uh, if it comes up, you can tell him that uh, Jogaku is asking for him. Uh, you can call me Joe. Joe the Orc. Joe the Orc. Jogaku. Jogaku. Yeah, he call he he goes by Joe. Old Joe. Old Joey. Old Joey. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, well, thank you, Galva. Uh, it's I've been on Zionisis here for a uh, better part of a decade now, and uh, you know it's always the rich shitheads that come in that want a, a big golden sword or I want armor mm. made out of gems and pewter and unicorn jizz. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's nasty. Why? <laughs> you know, it... They say it's more sustainable than the horn. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Zelias in the background. in the background go, oh why? <laughs> Galva just turns uh, over her shoulder calmly to explain why and then goes back to talking to the work man. But when she does say that, actually, Joe laughs and he's like, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, I often tell him, listen, if they want to get the unicorn jizz, they got to milk them themselves. But- Good God. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, oh. But in all 
seriousness, it's been a, a long time since I've had any sort of creative fire in my belly. So mm. did you work? Uh, it gave me some ideas and uh, I appreciate it. So I'll let you do your business. Let me chase off these lunatics that all they want is Actually, just what? What do you need? So one, I might ask you one more favor. Yeah. Just in case we don't have a chance to speak later. I'm married. Um, no. Galva's like, starts to panic. Like, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I, I, that's I'm not... Galva, I'm kidding. I mean, so a lot of the facilities here are overpriced garbage meant to... Yeah, meant to entice idiots. Yeah, I know. That's how I make a living. So, well, we're going to be here for a while, and I'm just curious. Where are the places that you would go to eat or get a drink? Like, what's your recommendation on where to actually go here? Oh, all right. Yeah, I could give you a couple of places. I, I, I got some friends. Yes. So he will give you a couple of names of, like, restaurants and places to shop and whatnot. And he'll tell you that if, uh, if you tell them that old Joe sent you, mm -hmm. they will not charge you the tourist rate. Yes. Galva made a friend. Holy shit. <laughs> All on Holy shit. I'm so proud. I'm so proud too. Yeah. So Galva, unfortunately, you're going to be indisposed for a couple of hours, probably till yeah. it gets a little bit later. The rest of you, mm. would any of you be so inclined to check out the beach? Yes, actually. Yeah. We'll go look at it. I was going to say, actually, Finch was going to just take Wilhelm down to the beach. Get some sun on his bones. Find a lounge <laughs> chair with a table, you know, that umbrella kind of setup. They'll set mm -hmm. Wilhelm up on the table with his new hat and his new glasses. They'll sit hey, in hey. a lounge chair. Hey, hey, Finchie, I want to work on my tan. Put some, uh, put some sunscreen on my cheekbones. Oh my god. Finch, realizing this is not going to have any effect, will oblige without even protesting. Like, oh, all right, here you go. Let him enjoy things. Yes. <laughs> oh. It's a simple thing they can do for him, and if it makes him happy... They'll do it. All right. All right. Fid Fidgey, here's the, here's the deal. If I find anyone attractive, you're going to play wingman for me, and you're just going to huck me at him. <laughs> um. <I'm... laughs> he's waiting expectantly for your response because he's clearly just joking. No, I'm, I'm not going to throw no. you a no, human on, look, skull on the beach a, like look, a volleyball. A, yeah, that's exactly. There's a volleyball game over there. Come on. You just huck me over there and let me join no, in. No, I'll be the ball. No, 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 no. That's, that's how you get your jaw broken. And that's how you lose teeth. The fact that you still have most of your teeth is actually quite shocking, honestly, considering how old you are. Um, no, really rooted I, in there. Yes, um, that's that's quite odd, honestly. Um, you know, usually older skulls don't the the teeth fall out. They they don't. Oh yeah, wh I know. whatever, whatever. Um, no, look, his. I'm I'm working by Bethesda rules, Finchie. Fucking. <laughs> well, I suppose in that case, that I suppose I should be looking for um just a a random arrangement of bones, shouldn't I? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Thanks, I'll, Todd. Okay, right on that. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, um, I I do need to just relax for a bit. Um, you also had a very rough couple of days, so let's just enjoy the um the ocean. Yeah, you know, Finchie, I gotta say, you make that look good. You don't look like a dork at all. <laughs> he's being genuine. He's not being a dick. Yeah, but it's he's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wilhelm. That's very kind of you to say. 
he's trying to boost Finch's confidence. I appreciate it. Because he's he's absolutely certain that Zelias would make a comment that they look dorkish. Oh yes. I don't so. think Zelias has to. I think Finch can fucking see for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can't. Oh. Maybe they do need it pointed out to them. Maybe this is the look, they dress in skulls and whatnot. Maybe this is their sense of fashion. You know what? That's fair. Do the socks have little skulls on them? Yes, they do then now. It's... Yes! <laughs> oh my god. But uh, is anyone else joining Finch on the beach for a little bit of sun and relaxation? Yeah, it probably is. I think okay. Elias is too, but he's okay. not doing beach things. He's taking a fucking nap. No, that's fine. While you guys are uh, just sort of relaxing. A little bit down beach, though, you do hear a bit of a commotion. Not the bad kind of commotion. It seems like a crowd is gathering because someone is, uh, looks like someone is drawing the crowd. I'm asleep, mm-hmm. sorry. I'm uh-huh. reading my book, yeah. sorry. I said I was taking a nap, I'm sorry. I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's up to you, A.O. Yeah. Go, A.O., you're the hero. A.O. is probably, like, swimming in the ocean, but same stuff happens. Yeah. Might as well go over and see. So as you approach, you hear someone, it sounds like someone is telling a very spirited story. Mm-hmm. So as you get closer, you hear a voice, uh, very, just engaging with the crowd. And he says, so that's what I says to him. I says, even though we might be mortal enemies, no one deserves to be locked up forever in the arse end of the galaxy. Motherfucker. And every... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking happy. Ayo, please, God, wake me up. (laughs) No, so she... She sees this <laughs> and just like her eyes light up immediately. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> mind you, you haven't seen anybody yet. You just hear the voice. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the voice is enough. <laughs> and she'll go over to Zelias, kind of like, shake him. Huh? What's what? Zelias, wake up. Octopus? Mark. Mark? Mark's here. Mark, Mark, Mark with the G with two G's? Two G's. <gasps> it's two A's. <laughs> I don't care. I was going to say, Finch looks up from their book. It's it's actually two A's, one d- G. Doc! What? That matters not. Wait, his name is Margot? It's Mog. M-A-R-G. Mog. 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 Margot. You're right, you're right. Mog. Ma-a-arg. Okay. Where? Over there. Show you. Oh my god. You're fucking kidding me. Wait, wait, wait. Mog Doc. the Mad is here. How? Yes. He's poor! On the beach. <laughs> On the beach. Oh, I'm about to make his day so I don't know why. Worse. I just no, heard him. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Yes. Doc! <laughs> we just got here. You want to ruin our vacation already? Listen, you can stay over here. You don't even have to go. We haven't even been here for 12 hours. Follow it, Mark. I have to. Please. I'm doing it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I won't set anyone on fire, all right? I won't get punched. Maybe. You can't guarantee that you won't get punched. You have no control over who's going to punch you. Try. All right, but it's okay. Because yeah. it's Marg. Oh, my God. Why is listen, 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 no, listen. No. You stay here with Willie and you read your book and everything will be fine. No, everything will not be fine. You need a chaperone. I have Ao. You need a chaperone. I 
I don't. I'm an adult. Why is this happening? It's not. <laughs> you just don't worry about. It. You just like I said. You stay here. If I bleed, I I'll come back to you. Person. Okay? I've You're worked hard all my life. Listen, I paid listen, my taxes, and listen, now this is but, happening. But, but I'm also a good person, and God has given me this gift. <laughs> I can't pass it up. <laughs> Captain, you're going to get us kicked out of the resort, or worse, fined. No, I will not. I, I promise. I swear to every god ever, I will not. It's a lies. There's no way. I just want to go say hi. <sighs> <laughs> and maybe, like, be a big cock to him a little bit. Finch slowly just brings up their book and they bury their face in the pages like, oh my god, they're just yeah, covering their face go. in despair. Just read your book, it'll be fine. Is Elias gradually taking more steps towards like where Marg is as, <laughs> as he's talking? He yeah. wasn't. But I think now, now that Finch has uh, his, broken uh, eye contact, thrown in a towel, yes. <laughs> he's taking that as permission and he's gonna go. Alright, it's fine. We'll be right back. It was leading towards where the crowd is. So, as you get closer, you hear Mark regaling the crowd about an epic space battle. Okay. And I have a question. Do, Zelias, do you kind of push your way to the front of the crowd? Not yet. Okay. He wants to hear the epic tale. While this is going on, I want to do a meanwhile. Just I'm setting that up right now. Go ahead. Yes. And okay. Do you want to do the meanwhile right now before I get to the, I guess, the punchline? The cheesy, gooey center. I don't know. What maybe. Do I think, well, basically, Finch is just going to be like, Wilhelm, what do I do? What the <laughs> fuck do I do? <laughs> Wilhelm just goes, uh, call the cabana boy over and get some popcorn? Yeah. Wilhelm, we're going to get kicked out of the resort. Now hold on, Finchie. You know, Zelias is trying to be on his best behavior. No, he's not. He's going over to antagonize that man. Well, okay, well, it's- it... He's going to go have a big dick-waving contest, just like he did in the prison, and then Mog is going to be like, oh, it's Zelias Vance Island, the, the notorious pirate, and then people are going to hear that, and then we're all going to get in trouble and be kicked out, or worse, arrested. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to go back to jail, Wilhelm. Well, alright, here's what I think you should do. Alright. Uh, you're gonna pick me up. Okay. And you're gonna throw me at Mark. No. <laughs> Listen, if I get to him before Zelias does, uh -huh. I'm gonna, you know, I can nip this in the bud. <laughs> Why? Ant roll persuasion. I, I can, I can, I... <laughs> oh my god. Whoa! Okay. Please <laughs> roll persuasion. I mean, is... he's. Wilhelm has high charisma. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. I literally rolled a nat 20. Yeah, I, I rolled a 13. Oh my god. <laughs> alright. Um, well, alright. Finchy, Finchy, have I ever steered you wrong? No. I got this. <laughs> alright. So as, Finch, as you start to move to Huck Wilhelm over the crowd, uh -huh. I need to hear the fucking story. Aeon's Elias, as you get closer, you hear Mar going, So there I was. Torok the Warden had us cornered, you see. He wasn't gonna let us leave. But old Mog the Magnanimous here turns to Zelias, that wimpy <laughs> captain that got himself thrown in jail. He was cowering, he was hiding behind me. You know, oh, Mog, what do I do? And I said, fear not, Zelias. You're a pirate just like me. And pirates, we got each other's back. Wait. Okay. Can I suggest something? <laughs> I also have a thing. Before yeah. we start doing stuff. Yeah. So what I'm thinking <laughs> is if 
Ao just kind of weaves through a crowd and just kind of stands at the front, mm-hmm. doesn't do or say anything. Uh-huh. Just stands there and oh waits until he sees her. That's exactly what Elias is doing. Only he's gonna do it like way off, kind of to the not behind him, but to the side, right? Mm-hmm. So that he's not in Marg's line of vision, but he's definitely there with a shit-eating grin. What I'm thinking here is Marg looks up, sees Ao, realizes, oh shit. Starts looking around and like sees Elias off in the off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Or behind him, because you you said Elias was gonna go behind, right? No, he's more like next oh. to him, out of his line of sight. Oh, like sidling up beside him? Yeah, yeah. like okay. flanking him. <laughs> okay. Motherfucker. I want both of you to roll me stealth. Sure. Okay. And while you're doing that, I will. So the crowd of people are like these very well-to-do, very rich people that the very, you know, very opulent that see what Marg is telling as sort of like a novelty, like, oh, honey, look, the pirate's telling us a story about how he escaped a maximum security penitentiary. These are not the people that are going to be like, oh, God, pirates, we should run and cause a commotion. Yeah, no. They're literally treating you guys like novelties. Honestly, that's fine, and it works okay. for me. Oh, my God, we both got 21s. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, uh, you have no problems really um, inching your way towards the front, especially you, Ao. Mm-hmm. Just walk between people's legs. Yeah. So, Marg, he's like, so that's when I stood up to Chief Warden Torok and said, you're going to let me and me mates go, and you're not going to get in our way. And that's when he raises his giant hammer, and he, he's pantomiming everything. By the way, Marg is dressed in the loudest Hawaiian shirt possible <laughs> and a Speedo. No. Oh, no. He deserves what's coming to him. <laughs> Does he at least have nice legs? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. It's acceptable. Yes. Um, and... Uh, I gotta hold on. I gotta actually make a quick perception roll. What a fucking ding bat butthole motherfucker! Oh my God. <laughs> so he's just he's like, and that's when me and Torok did epic battle. I dodge to the left. He brings his hammer down. I come back. I push Zelias out of the way. <laughs> and he's like, and that's when I, I I see that there's a lone ship that's. I'm able to board, so I make a break for it. I grab Zelias by the wrist and I say, "Come on, we're getting out of here, mate." and he starts pantomiming and he does a, like a triple take when he sees Ao. <laughs> Ao's just kind of standing there just with a the biggest shit-eating grin on her face. Aw, she's so good. And he just like, he freezes and you literally see the cold sweat start to appear on his brow <laughs> and he's not looking to the side. Like he doesn't see Zelias yet, but people are like waiting for him to continue the story. Mm-hmm. Zelias, do you want to say anything, or are you going to let him go? I think I start to slow clap. I think I'm just like... (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Probably the only person doing it. He slowly turns, (laughs) and he just goes, "Uh, Zelias! Hi, buddy. Oh! It's so good to see you! Right, fancy meeting you here! Everyone, it's me mate, Zelias! Sure, yeah, best mates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was just telling everyone how we managed to escape Event Horizons together. Um, together. Oh, is that how it went? Yeah, as a team, right? As a, as a team, right. Okay. As, as just excellent teamwork, I'd say, right? Well, yeah. You, you remember what happened, right, mate? I remember what happened because I was there. He's kind of looking at you like, don't, you know, you come on, help me out. 
Oh, he's kind of. He's kind of. He's not saying he wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear someone in the crowd. So what happened next? How did you escape? Yeah, Margie, how did we escape? (laughs) Huh? Uh, He goes, well, it's Elias. It's Marg, and you know that. Come on. Oh, with two Gs, right? Sure. Mog the Magnanimous now. That's that's what they Magnanim- call me. That's cute. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, we, we bought it. They? they, everybody, everybody. They, everybody? Mog yeah, the you, Magnanimous. Yes, it's what I'm known as now. Oh, that's cute. You've changed your name. I like that. Well, yeah. That's good uh, for your you brand, know, yeah? Well, cause, yeah, because, you know, I, you know, I help down on the like, pirates like yourself. You did something, didn't you? You sure did a thing at one point in your life, huh? Well, you know, I was just getting to the part where, you know, we boarded the ship and and you took the guns and 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 you blew us uh, a, a, an exit out of out of the out of the ship's bay. Mm, no, I didn't take the guns. That wasn't me. Are you sure? I'm absolutely positive that was not me. That it, was a little ale over here. Ale waves. Right, right. <laughs> and, and this is. Uh, everyone, Breaker Ao here. She took the guns, yep, and, yep. And, and then she and, did what with them? And she shot Torok and blew him up. <laughs> and, Actually, yes, he did. And and we all we all escaped. And it was it was not long after that you know you thanked me for helping you escape. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What? And we 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 parted ways. Sure. Where'd you go? Uh, you know, manifest destiny and all that. We are, uh, you know, we have mm. our own different, differing ways of, of uh-huh. captaining. And you yeah. know, I, I wanted you to flourish like you clearly have been. Don't think I haven't seen your bounty, mate. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. It is uh, but, very uh, high, much you know, higher than yours, I, uh-huh, it, isn't it? That is true. Right? Yeah. You would think that you've broken out of Event Horizons, like all. You know, with well, me, alongside know, me. In fact, that uh, maybe yours would actually be a little higher. I'm surprised well, it's not, I, since that's exactly, totally, <laughs> definitely what happened. I wanted you to, you know, you would. You, I know what happened. You know, you, you you got arrested. You lost your crew. You know, you're starting from the bottom, working your way back up. And me, Mog the Magnanimous. You know, I wanted you to flourish. I didn't want you to fall under my shadow. Ah, oh, don't worry, I won't. And, well, you're you're clearly doing forward. well for yourself. Everyone, I'm Captain Elias Vance Island here, one of the most wanted pirates in the galaxy. Yeah. Everyone starts taking pictures like, wow, that's me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I'll just ham it up with these fuckers. Like, fuck it. it it's fine. We're on vacation. A good portion of them think you guys are just paid actors. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> like, they don't think you're actually the pirates. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good. it's like, like I said, you go to Disneyland, you don't expect to meet the real Mickey Mouse. I look like the best cosplayer of Zelaya's Pants Island that's ever existed. They're like, wow, he looks just like him. I sure do, right? Yeah. like my makeup. Yeah, and he's, you know, the good... Only the real Zelaya's Vance Island's a little taller. Uh, I wouldn't say. I think you're pretty accurate, mate. Actually, I think I think you it's, think well, uh, you, you think well, I'm accurate. Are you sure that he's not a little bit uh, taller? You know, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little taller. Maybe. maybe a little bit. But well, anyway, I was just getting to the part where we mm. amicably parted ways. We thanked each other for the team up. I definitely didn't shoot at you, actually. No, you. you I you didn't. Know, no, you didn't. We 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 went on <sighs> our separate ways. 
I fucked up somewhere. Uh, to fulfill our, our own destinies. And sure. It's, you know, it's amazing to see you here, mate. I, it's good to see you. Everyone, oh, yeah. A, a round of applause for, for Breaker Ao and, and Felstar's Elias. He, start, he leads the clapping. Everyone starts clapping. <laughs> what a gremlin. And I think, Finch, as you're getting closer, you start to hear cheering. Mm-hmm. So do you still throw Wilhelm? No. Okay. I feel like they've probably heard the tail end of this because yeah. they weren't that far behind Celias <laughs> and Ao, so they were just kind of like <laughs> hovering at the edges of the crowd, like, you know, just panicking, essentially. Yeah. I feel oh, like you're like ready to pitch Wilhelm at a moment's notice, but like yes. you're just you're just in the ready position. We yeah. haven't erupted into fireballs or fist yeah. fights yet, so we're exactly. actually doing pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so then afterwards, after he finishes his 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 tall tale, a number mm. of people come up and you know they want to get pictures with Marg the Magnanimous. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, uh, 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 Zelias, Ao, uh, do you guys want pictures with with these good people?" Uh, what do you think, Ao? Uh, I think that could be arranged. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. <laughs> so yeah, so there people are absolutely posing for pictures with you guys, and Marg will position himself near you, Elias, and be like, "Sure." And just very discreetly, while people are taking pictures, he's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" I'm on vacay, bro. What are you doing here? That's uh, none of your business, mate. I'm here doing work. Working for what? The hot dog stand? <laughs> and that's oh you know that's when he turns around. He's like. I've I've got a high paying job that you can only have a dream of, you fourth rate cutthroat. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm very happy for you. Is it real? Are, are you pulling my what, tail right now, you, or is that like what, legit? What do you mean is it real? Of course it's real. Well, what is it then? Why the hell should I? Um, you know what? I'm, I'm Marg the Magnanimous now. I'm not gonna let exactly. you get under my skin. Yeah, don't get mad, Margie. It's Marg, and yeah, you I know. know it. I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I do it because you're cute when you're angry. <laughs> Will you stop? Oh, and then we pose. Don't mm-hmm. tell me you're here for the treasure, too. No. I mean, not really. Actually, no, I'm just on vacation, buddy. I was just saying. Wait, so you're not here for the the, the thing? The Oh. Oh, shit. Oh no, now I know about your thing. Bummer. Yeah, we were just here on vacation, but now we're really interested in this treasure. Yeah, we might be really interested in your treasure. No, no, mm. no, no, no. I'm not splitting the cut of this treasure. Splitting? <laughs> <laughs> God, I love Zelias' little laughs. Um, so I think now that you guys are clearly talking shop, the crowd is starting to disperse a little bit. The novelty's worn off. You do get asked for a couple of autographs. We do that. I mean, I do that. <laughs> oh my god. And so every time Zelias signs his name, Marg rushes over and signs his name over it. <laughs> wow. I have to ask, is Zelias actually signing his name? Is he drawing a dick on some of these books? Like, what's going on He's here? Not gonna... No, see, these guys, they don't mean us okay. any harm. These fucking vacationers. He's gonna be nice with them. Oh. He has no reason to be a prick. So, excuse me, I think after the crowd disperses and you guys have a you know modicum of privacy, he's like, you're not screwing me out of this score, Elias. There's no way I'm letting you get that treasure. Yeah, fine. I I was just pulling your chain. I'm not here for any treasure. I'm just here to relax. Oh, oh good. Been uh, a rough couple of weeks, days, weeks, oh, days. Poor, poor little Elias having a hard time. 
Well, not anymore. Oh, I got my fireballs back. Uh, I'll take your word for that, mate. <laughs> Fine, look. As long as you're not here after the relic, we don't have to get in each other's way. No, I... Listen, I like I said, uh, vacation time, buddy. You do your thing. I understand the pirate code, right? You just go fucking do your thing. I'll go over here, do my fucking thing. Well, my fucking thing right now is napping on the beach. Well, good. If you don't get in my way, I won't have to kill you. You've never killed me before, Margie. How come well, you would think you can do it well, now? Well, yeah, I haven't done it before. You'd be dead. Well, that's true, actually. You got me there. But also, I've got my fireballs back, so... He just shakes his head like, uh, how, how is it that the, the, the government wants you more than they want me? Because I'm so much more dangerous? No, you're so much more pathetic and stupid. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> have you seen my bounty, mate? Yeah, I have. And how the hell is your bounty so high, anyway? What have because you done? Because I'm Zelias Van Zarland. That's all I have to do is be no. me. No, 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 no. No one gave no, a no, no, shit no, no, about no. who you were before you got arrested. Well, I have been stepping to the authority pretty consistently lately on purpose for funsies, Wait, so... You, you didn't bring them here, did you? No, no, no. They have no idea where I'm at. That's so. Maybe. All right. Can never be too certain these days. Well, if that's the case... You're free to find your little trinket um, without interference, probably. Good. You keep to your vacation, and I'll do my business. And we don't have to deal with one another. I'm alright with that. Good. Good. Now, you're not just saying that you're not going to come and annoy me because you think it's funny later, are you? <sighs> Might depend on my mood, but at this point in time, I'm not planning on it. Because I didn't know you were here. All right. And between you and me, my medic wants a chill vacay, so I might just leave you alone for their sake. All right, then. As long as you don't get in my way. No, no, everything's fine. Don't even worry about it. He's willing to believe you right now because it seems like he, whatever job he's on is worth not getting mixed up with you at the moment, which means sure. it's likely important. Uh, yeah, we're gonna fucking get that goddamn thing from him, and he's gonna suck my dick. Alright, well, uh, you staying at Oasis? Uh, remind me, that's where we're staying? Yes. Do you want to tell him that, though? Marg, what's he gonna do? I don't know, call the Adamantine Authority and rat us out like we did to him that one time? <laughs> that was true. <laughs> true, true. Fair. Gentle reminder? Thank you. Okay, so in that case... Um, no. Not that one. All right, well... Are you staying at Oasis? No, I'm not. You're not staying at Oasis either. Can I insight on, on that while they're talking? You can <laughs> absolutely roll insight. Okay. I feel like Finch has probably come up even with Ao at this point, and they're just listening <laughs> to this. What does the 20, 23 get me? He's currently ha has a towel draped around his shoulders that says Oasis on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! So good. <laughs> lie there, Mark. Oh my god, I fucking love Mark the Mad. He's so good, and thank you for bringing Mark him the back Magnanimous to me. now. Oh, excuse me, you're right. No. You're right, Mark the Magnanimous. In my heart, he's always the mad. <laughs> he's always mad in my heart. Anyway, and he says, "All right, well, then, if we've reached an accord, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go this way and get to work." Yeah, sounds good. Oh, real quick. What? Do you know of any good coffee shops around here? 
Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> he goes over to his, his beach bag and he pulls out a card to this really nice like boardwalk cafe. Oh, sick. And he hands it over. He's like, yeah, yeah, they, they got great lattes. <gasps> Perfect. Thank you so much. Now don't say Mog the Magnanimous never did nothing for you. You did give me a piece of paper today. You yes. owe me a favor, Elias Van Island. Did I? Do, do, hang on. Do he, I? He's running away. All right, bye. <laughs> bye, Maggie. We love you. It's Mog. Bye, Maggie. Hope your lyrics is doing better. <laughs> he does not say anything. He's running back to the hotel. Because now he feels like he needs to hurry and get, get to work. Running back to the hotel that he's not staying at? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's not staying at the hotel that he said. Okay. And then I turn to AO. And Finch. Finch is here, too. Hello. Finch is here, too. But he's mostly addressing Ao because Ao was here the whole time. Yes. We are 100% finding that relic before he is, right? I mean... What's the harm? We can go poking around for it. Yeah, it might be a nice after-hours sort of a project, perhaps, maybe. Mm -hmm. And honestly, how much are you willing to bet that he's going to need some uh, bailing out? Honestly, it's Marg. Probably, definitely. <laughs> Nothing says vacation more like screwing over Mark the Mad. Fucking yes. <laughs> and then Zelias turns to Finch. Mm -hmm. And he says, See, I didn't start shit. Everything went perfectly fine. You didn't start shit, but um, what's going to stop him from calling the authority and telling him you're here? If he does, I'll kill him. <laughs> then he knows this. All right, but if he does then the authority already knows you're here and will have to leave that's okay i learned polymorph oh well that's all right then i don't know why i was worried hey yo you want to be a buffalo <laughs> <laughs> i i kind of know it but i i need to practice why a buffalo oh i'm just throwing out animals <laughs> i'm literally imagining a meter that is finch's blood pressure <laughs> oh, God. steadily rising they're holding on to the skull a little too tightly. <laughs> Finchy, Finchy. He's Finchy, cracking Finchy, in places. Finchy, migraine. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. I think I need a long bath, maybe something to drink. I I need something. I don't know what I need. Why not I drink in the bath? A drink in the bath. Oh, that sounds very good. Maybe yeah. a nice glass of wine. Classy. Or, or, or maybe some brandy. Brandy is classy. You like brandy, right? I'd like Brandy the, the drink and the girl. Well, I don't know anyone named Brandy, so we're just going to have to settle with the alcohol. <laughs> All right. Um, but I think that's a good start. Okay. Yes. Let's, that's what... Bath let's, time. Right. Yep, bath got it. Time. Back to let's the hotel. Go. Yes. They're way too high strong. Listen, nothing's crazy has even happened Finch yet. Finch turns around. They're walking away with Wilhelm. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> They're just kind of like absorbed in their own dress right now. No one is taking this vacation away from me. <laughs> like probably like directly following Warg back to the Oasis. <laughs> oh probably. Well, he did take off pretty quick, so he's yeah. really got a head start. Yeah. So I think with you guys deciding that you are going to absolutely take the relic out from under Marg's nose and <laughs> at least Elias and desperately trying to save their vacation. Yes. I think that is where we will leave it for this week. Oh, that was <laughs> so good. good. I love it. Oh, I'm so I happy. I've been waiting so long to drop the Marg bit. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. I am so excited. 
Thank you for Morg, and he's my favorite. He's our stress ball. We need him after this. <laughs> he's yep. our Buggy the Clown, man. Yeah. So uh, with that, guys, everyone, thank you for joining us this week. Hope you had a good time. As always, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SlayRights. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We really use the ratings. And we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.